205 cast. Kings are coming at you live, but you'll hear us on tape delay. Today I have with me Theo and Joe and two empty chairs of Anthony and Chris. China cabinet. China Still cabinet. fighting. You got. You said you was good last week. You talked it out. I'm Andre, <laughs> and I'm not going to be talking about my relationship on this podcast. That's a smart thing to do. <laughs> yeah, best to keep it to yourself. Yeah. Yeah, me and China Cabinet will eventually work it out. Okay. It's okay. It's okay, China Cabinet. I still love you. You can mm. come live with me. Yeah. With your um, with your hutch? Yeah. That we realized wasn't actually a hutch? It is a hutch. All right. All right, whatever. I mean, <laughs> we've been down this road before. We asked we asked uh, Google Assistant because she doesn't have a name. You you thanked her, though, right? After you of asked? course, absolutely. Okay. All right. Always thank these... Uh, Digital assistants. Yeah, because when they become sentient, you don't want them to kill you. Right. You just... At, be on their good side. Yeah, just at best you'll be their slave. Slave is better than being dead. I guess. Just got weird. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Joe, are you playing anything this week? Yeah. Same old, same old. Okay, there's a lot yeah. of same old, same old for playing this yeah. week then, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do want to talk about... Um, well, if I actually actually played River City Ransom with Chris. Oh. Yeah. So he has it on PC. He does. Oh, well, it's only you. available on PC. I I just learned this. Okay. Yep. So, yeah, he and I played on uh was it Friday night, I think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was um, playing Glenn. Of course. Of course. Does uh, he know there's any other characters in the game? <laughs> <laughs> I was using one of them, so I hope so. <laughs> but I ran into this thing, this bug apparently that's um it's game wide. It's and it's everyone's having problems with it. Mm. Multiplayer has a buggy save feature, where if you save a multi a multiplayer, it doesn't carry over your save to your single player game. Yeah. So I lost a lot of personal character progress. A Is lot. That, so okay, say you guys were to go back into the multiplayer session, would you have the Progression from then? I don't know. I I didn't uh, I didn't I didn't try, but I really doubt it since it uses my save data from the game. Huh? Yeah. So I say I saved it. I saved it five times to be sure. Yeah. And it didn't and it didn't stick. Hmm. So I was a little pissed off about that. Um, so is that intended or it's actually a bug? I think it's a bug. People are saying they're having problems with this. And okay. Because it's not intentional. Well, if it was intentional, then why would they let you save the game in multiplayer? Because they let when you? the next time you go into the multiplayer session with your friend, you had that progress. It's possible, but I don't think so because I'm using my single player data in their multiplayer game. Okay, well, yeah. So it seems it seems weird. So yeah, I was playing with them for a while, and that would bum that, me out so much. Yeah, you know, it wasn't actually all that much, but it was enough that I was like, ah, disappointed. Yeah, and kind of discouraged from playing it for a little while, actually. Mm-hmm. Um. That game's progression is not good. Okay. It is difficult to navigate through that game because the map is terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, the, dire- the directions they give are awful. They tell you, go to this. Like, we have need to go to this place. How do you get to this place? I don't know. Does somebody literally say that? No, they don't literally <laughs> say that. But it's like, we need to go here. Yeah. And then it's up to you to figure out, how do I get there? Does well, it still have the um, the... I guess for like a better term, uh, Super Mario 3 kind of map structure. It's not really Super Mario 3 kind of map structure. Okay. Where you like select your, the... It's, it's more of a... Uh, it's closer to Secret of Mana. Where yeah. Just, the screens are seamlessly going okay. into different zones. All right. 
but you can't pick like uh, Shibuya and then go to. No, there's no. The only fast travel is like a subway that has like two places connected. Oh, okay, yeah, and that's that's it. Speaking of Secret Mana, by the way, <laughs> uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with a YouTuber named Smooth McGroove. Absolutely, yeah, the acapella guy, right? Yeah, he with did my fav- he did my favorite song, my favorite video game song. I was actually very su- surprised that he didn't do it before. That one, yeah, yeah. I'd su- I'm surprised he actually did that one specifically. That's a I, that's a great theme. It I, is it's when, my when, favorite. It's my favorite one. When I watched it, I was like, he didn't do this already. No, huh. no. I was very pleased with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So besides River City Ransom, that uh, finally got to play multiplayer, still buggy, still a little obtuse in its design choices. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do want to talk about a little bit of my my week playing Final Fantasy fourteen this week. I know mm-hmm. I'm talking about it. I know I've talked about it a lot. We've taken a little break. Yeah. Um, but you know, I recently hit 60, and I'm oh. just now entering the beginnings of what may be considered endgame content. Like, <laughs> a, a barely minimal entry level. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> barely, barely entry level. So, But I did, I did a lot of different things this week. So, like, on Sunday, mm-hmm. I, went to, I went to a, uh, I did a little raid with the uh, free company. Mm-hmm. And it was a little weird because we were because our composition was awkward. Yeah, who's we the had, primal boss for this raid? This was the this is Alexander. Okay, so it's like Alexander. Alexander has twelve tiers. This was the first tier on normal difficulty. So um, as easy of an entry as you can get. Pretty much, yeah. Like you fin- you finish the exp- you finish the the original expansion content. Mm-hmm. And then this uh, this unlocks, and you can just jump right in uh, with a minimum item level. I forget. I think it's like 160, 170. Uh-huh. I forget, but I had it already. And yeah. I spent the whole weekend trying to get this unlocked just so I can go with them, uh-huh. and I got in. So <laughs> when, you said, uh, when you said tears, I didn't know it was like difficulty because Alexander in Final Fantasy lore is a castle, so yeah. I just thought you meant like no, levels. No. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, it's sort of like that. I mean, there's 12, there's tears, I mean, there's 12 levels. Like there's different positions in the thing, and the thing starts moving around, and because oh, the, the, okay. the primal is like this big s- clockwork steam machine, not quite a castle, not quite a castle, but it looks like castle-ish. Okay, and the, all the encounters take place inside of it, which, that's, is, which is pretty. There's a lot of mechanical, cool. electronical stuff. Yeah. Um. So I'm doing a, doing it on a normal difficulty. We had we were down a tank. Actually, arguably probably the most important character yeah. to have in a raid. <laughs> so what we ended up having to do is we ended up having to. Um... Okay, so we were having trouble with this encounter because because this encounter requires that you have to split two boss two boss mobs apart from each other. Yeah, and if there's only one tank, you can't really do that because one can't be taken off the other. It's really hard. So what I ended up doing, I'm like, okay, here's what we do. <laughs> All of the DPS characters, all the healers, stand in front of this guy, do your thing. Mm-hmm. Our tank, do nothing. <laughs> yeah. Do nothing until this other thing comes out and then pull it to the other side. Ah, uh, okay. And with some, with some, several tries, it ended up working. I could see that working. Yeah. It was, as long as you have the healers with the DPS. It was strange to do. It was not optimal, but we got it done. And but the fact that you could do that is actually really neat. 
We barely scraped through. <laughs> but you did it, though. We did it. Some MMO exploiting. Yeah. I mean, you know, when you, when you... It, was, it was, you know, use of, use of uh, mechanics, too. But it's mechanically sound, though, because if you have all the DPS drawing aggro from one boss and you have the, the tank drawing aggro from the other boss. Yeah, I guess we got lucky that the boss didn't do actually that much damage. To well, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, is, this is the first tier on normal. Mm-hmm. So I don't think damage in Final Fantasy XIV isn't really that high. Not really. Mm. Only on the harder difficulties, you right? Get, like, really we come from we come from WoW, and the spike damage in WoW is stupid. If yeah, you pull if you, aggro if, off of a raid boss in WoW, you just you die. You're, you're dead. One shot, you're dead. Oh wow. So that was so that was Sunday, mm-hmm. and nobody wanted to do anything after that. <laughs> I can imagine. They, they went into this what was called the diadem, mm-hmm. which is this weird. This is the new thing that just came out with the patch. right? It was like restructured with the patch. So I I went in there. I had no idea what was going on. And what is, what is supposed to be going on? Uh, like stuff. It's, <laughs> it's just like rap, rapid fire missions. Like go here, go here, go here, go here, get stuff done. Oh, okay. And then look, there's an emergency thing that pops up and everybody swarms inside. It's like one big super encounter where amazing loot can drop and we ended up messing up. So Instance whatever. or? Instance, yeah. Okay. Like you can go when there's a, a... Oh, yeah. it sounds like something they put in at the end of 1.0. The diadem? Yeah, okay. I mean, I don't know if it was called the same thing, but it kind of sounds like that. Okay, well, I did, I did it once. I do, I do it again if I knew what was going on and I had a better, <laughs> and we had better team structure because mm-hmm. I was one group was in a team of seven, I was in a team of two with another hero. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. So that was my Sunday, mm. and Monday I decided to do. I'm going to try to PvP for the first time. I figured that you would have done that already because of your the Garogare. Yeah, I. I didn't really get around to it. <laughs> I, I didn't even know this game had PvP. Yeah, it has like... It's probably better that way. Yeah. I thought they hinted at it for a long time and they didn't actually put it in. Holy crap. Well, you see, this is what happens if you don't play it. True. Very true. Yeah, so I decided to PvP on Monday. Uh, just a little bit, just to get out of the way. Um, see what it was like. It was, it, was like a pretty much, it was pretty much what I, exactly what I expected. It was... Nothing good? I don't <laughs> see myself doing it that often. Yeah, I don't... Mm. Yeah. I don't know, PvP and MMOs just it, it's this it's this weird three way fight between the three grand companies as you know, as I expected. Mm-hmm. You know. And we got stomped. But I still got stuff and it still counted towards what I what I was uh trying to unlock, so yeah. I did it. And you know, the rest of the day I spent just like leveling up my crafting. And that was Monday. <laughs> Fun. <laughs> yeah. Tuesday, it was just dungeon, 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 dungeon. Trying to just uh, get my item level up, get my tokens. Mm -hmm. Tuesday was grinding day. Tuesday was the end of the world snowstorm, right? Oh, yeah. The blizzard that wasn't. (laughs) It was... That was just... Yeah. What's a blizzard of ice? Ugh. Yeah. Um, Is it a hail? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we had had ice fall from the sky. So I had a snow day that day. Yeah. An ice day. Yeah. An ice day. (laughs) An ice day. So I just blew past a bunch of things that I didn't do. Just mm-hmm. dungeon and unlock. Um, got some tokens, upgraded my gear a bit. A lot, I should say. Mm-hmm. Palace of the Dead, just grinding. Tuesday was grinding day because I had, you know, I didn't do anything. It was, <laughs> Hooray, I could sit in my computer. It was raining frozen yeah. water. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> And then Wednesday was role play day. Because there was a wedding in my free company. <laughs> Oh man, I missed that. You did. That's, that's a shame. Like an yeah. actual wedding? It was an in-game wedding. Yeah, in-game wedding. Oh, yeah. they have that. They have in-game wedding programs that you can actually purchase. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. we attended a wedding. I got, I got all dressed up. 
<laughs> I spent like a long time. <laughs> I was on the. I was. I've been. I was on Discord with uh, with our good friend Rommel. Yeah. And I kept going. I'm like, I need to get a. I need to get a nice looking outfit for the wedding. He's like, Oh, stop! Come on. <laughs> What's wrong with you? You don't want to look stupid. I'm like, at a I wedding. Look, I'm like, I want to look nice. I want to look pretty. You're a cloth wearing class. You can yeah. literally wear anything, and it's gonna look good. Yeah, but you know, I wanted to wear like, you know, formal. Do you have wedding. a picture of what you wore? Someone took a picture. Please send that out. <laughs> no problem. I'm actually very pleased with the way it looked. And then one of my girlfriends was like, "You look, my, look, you look like my retainer." And then he shows me his retainer, <laughs> and I'm wearing this. He's, the retainer's wearing the same outfit. It's also red. So I had this spat with it. So I'm like, nice outfit, hussy. Trina's <laughs> <laughs> <is> like, huh? <laughs> How was the reception? You know what? There was actually a reception thrown. I, there that's was why I asked. Actually a, there was actually a party thrown did, after the wedding. Did a fight break out? No. <laughs> no, it didn't break out. But the, one, of the, one of our guildmates bought the house above us. And hosted a uh, hosted a party after the wedding with cake and food and dancing and music. <laughs> the dancing in the game is bad. <laughs> it was not very good. Oh. They were they were dancing to the to the theme song of of a Realm Reborn, which one of our which he spent apparently seven million on. <laughs> what? It's a lot of money. Seven million gil. Yeah, for one song, <sighs> and they didn't have the right dance, so it looks super weird. <laughs> We made fun of him for it, and then there was cake, and then there was, and then we just talk, talk, talk all night. And I'm like, so I'm like, this week, this week has been a very, very. I I did literally everything you can do in an MMO this week. That's cool. Yeah, it was pretty neat. I look back and I'm like, huh. I got the I got the total package out of everything. Shit, you yeah. hit level sixty and the game just started. Yeah, imagine that. <laughs> imagine that the game opened up like whoop. Here you go, dungeons and weddings and looking pretty. I look so pretty. <laughs> Man, I changed my hair and everything. I couldn't find a hat I liked though. I was disappointed. I couldn't find a hat. The, I, I would expect you to be disappointed. You couldn't find a hat. You are a Team Fortress player. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's true. Yeah, I might, I might have something to do with it. That I couldn't find a good hat. Your Sunday best. <laughs> My Wednesday best. <laughs> Who has a wedding on a Wednesday? I don't know why it was on a Wednesday. I'm pretty sure it was cheap that, um, that day. Maybe in real life it would be cheap I can't on ima- day? I can't imagine there are that many weddings <laughs> They cost on. exactly the same no matter <laughs> what day you get it on. I was in the bridal party, though. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did you catch the uh, bouquet? There was none. There was no equivalent of that. Really? Yeah, really? Really? I was That's like, the thing that they was like, nope. nope. <laughs> <laughs> Did the groom wear gloves? No. We were like specific, <laughs> specific. And this was like, please don't wear gloves. It will ruin it. <laughs> it will ruin it. Because like, the, the gloves ruin it because there's a part where the rings go on and like the gloves cover Clips the ring. The, oh, yeah. okay. It's so kind of weird. <laughs> Not good. Yeah. Dre was there for the first one we went to. I'm surprised I've been to two weddings in this game. Like, I didn't expect to ever go to one of these. I'm like, this is not an RP server we're on, guys. This is oh not the RP server. Already, I've been, I, I joined this this comp free company. I'm like, two weddings. Two weddings. Two weddings. Not a single role player in the entire. Game. I think Mist is kind of a role, like, role playing ish person, I guess. Yeah. 
They have the, they have their moments. That sounds fun though. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, it's it's pretty light. They're pretty chill. Everyone is their own brand of crazy. Why don't you join it? He's uh, got stuff to do. Don't don't answer for him. <laughs> yeah, okay, squirm. you're right. You're right, Theo. Let why him squirm. Yeah. Um, I'll join it soon, guys. Whatever. A little higher. Gosh. Will you guys accept me? There, I don't know. No, <laughs> trust me, there is no requirements. No, you can just get anybody in can here. invite people. Are, do you do you have a do you have any sort of craziness or eccentricities? I like vinyl. You'd fit right in. You, know? <laughs> you could be the hipster. <laughs> Everyone has a quirk in this place. What's Final Fantasy XIV's equivalent of a vinyl? Well, they actually have jukeboxes. They do. Okay. Can I collect jukeboxes? Yes. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if you can collect jukeboxes, but you collect you get one songs. in your in your. Uh... <laughs> this was like papaya oh, season is coming up. <laughs> oh, like the Easter. So we can actually, actually try to get it, it on like the Easter event. He's like, yeah, papaya season. <laughs> When I ran into that character in Zelda named Papaya, <laughs> it just popped into your head, didn't it? Well, her name is Paya. Paya, yeah. But she was named she for because of a birthmark, birthmark. she has Looked somewhere like a papaya. that she hasn't told me yet. <laughs> and she never will. Oh, damn it. Yeah. Oh, sorry, spoilers. Ah, man. So, Grand MMO Adventures and Punching My Way Through River City. That's a that's yeah. Like some. I don't think it's a good thing. Near is coming out this week because I don't think I can talk. I can. I don't think I can top this one. <laughs> and you won't be able to it near either. No. Oh, shut up. We'll see. <laughs> I I want to I want to get it, if only because I can I can talk about something different next week. Like, I like, even I like, though I, even though I had a lot of stuff to talk about, I want to talk about something new. I like a, your Final Fantasy adventures. It's yeah, better, but it's I better wanna... you saying games suck. <laughs> Yeah, I suppose you're right about that, aren't you? It's it's nice to have cheer and, and happiness yeah. every once in a while. Look at you talking about Final Fantasy XIV. It sounds awesome. The grand old time. Yeah. Yeah. Being super girly. Dressing pretty. Up for a oh, he's so oh, pretty. He's really pretty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Let's talk about Zelda some more. <laughs> I mean, I guess. Theo, uh, are you playing Zelda still? I am still playing Zelda. Of course you are. What, what else would I be playing? You were what actually, you I saw you playing uh, Shovel, Knight. Shovel Knight. Well, That's I didn't, right, yeah. I, I, I'm one of the weird people that actually uh, bring my Switch on the train, and I didn't, wanna, I didn't feel like being engrossed into This is Zelda. the third Switch that you bring on the The second. The second. Okay. You, you know, I've, sure. I have not seen anybody with a Switch in the wild. I mean, I. they are smart people. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but remember, the, the that, line I take to come here is a very friendly line. It's true. So, uh, you know, I, then again, I haven't been to any apartments or rooftops in Williamsburg. I mean, you so, know, it was it in was, a couple of months. And yep, mm -hmm. rooftop parties. Yeah, you go. you guys, even though I don't have a rooftop. <laughs> I have a rooftop. Yeah, a roof. It just doesn't belong to you? <laughs> no. With, what's, abo what's above you? Is there anything above you? Is it like a neighbor's apartment? Yes. So I guess I can uh, make friends with him and be like, hey, can, <laughs> can I bring I, my switch here? Can I use your floor to be a rooftop <laughs> for my I put switch a, party? I put a skylight in my apartment. My upstairs neighbors were furious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Who's that guy? Stephen Wright. Oh, yes. <laughs> I, I bought some used paint. It was in the shape of a house. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Deadpan himself. <laughs> Poured spot remover on my dog. Now he's gone. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was playing a little of uh, Shovel Knight. Man, I fucking love Shovel Knight. 
I really fucking love that game. Is it? Is it? A, is it pretty much the replacement for Mega Man at this point? Is the replacement for Mega Man, Ducktales, maybe a little Castlevania, maybe a little bit, maybe a little bit, maybe a little bit. Um, I think all the games that it ape, it stands like head and shoulders above like most of them. Okay, I, I that game is just immaculate. It was smart enough to instead of paying slavish devotion to one game like just, most of these remakes did it just, just yeah, let's take let's take good parts from all these things yeah, that's Super mario 3 map fuck it let's put it one, in this game let's make one super game and and be hugely successful with so it. the the version i bought is the um the treasure trove which comes with the dlc the mm-hmm. plague knight dlc and the specter knight dlc which i hear is ridiculously good the, the Spec Knight one. I haven't played so it yet. So these DLCs, are, they're essentially just brand new campaigns? Yes. All right, cool. And, uh, about, the the, si- about the same size as Shovel Knight? Or? I, uh, I don't know about Plague Knight, but uh, the Spectre Knight is about the same size, if not longer, cool. than Shovel Knight. And it's like a whole new mechanic, like a air dash mechanic and all that stuff. Every game needs their heart of stone and blood of wine. Hey, and uh, King Knight has another one coming out later this year. Oh, good. So yeah. they're like, are they making DLC for all the... Uh, <laughs> I mini might as there. well at this point. I mean, those are like the most uh, prevalent ones in the game because you don't really care about um, what was what was the one in the water, Treasure Knight, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, like eh, whatever, whatever. I don't care about it. Yeah, but um, how I'll, how long do you think until the the uh, random side characters gets it gets together? I'm actually surprised there's no Shield Knight DLC. Right? That's really weird. That's what I would you know. That's right. I would expect. There we go. Yeah. Or Shield Knight as a playable character. Yeah. Uh, I. You know they'll they'll oh, zero Knight. the game eventually. <laughs> and then Shield Knight would be much more popular than Shovel Knight. Yeah. Because it's because uh, she's red. She's red. Yeah. Has a shield. And shields are better than swords and shovels. So. That is true. Well, definitely better than shovels. Definitely better than shovels. You can use a shield as a shovel. If you're clever about it, yeah. <laughs> but uh. When I'm not playing Shovel Knight on the train, I am playing nothing but Zelda. Nothing but Zelda. Nothing I got a question. Zelda. Go on. I got a question. Shoot. And be honest. We if I if if you if you got the binding of Isaac on this, would you play it? I'm getting it tomorrow. Oh, cool. Yeah. All right. I don't know if I'm gonna like it, but I'm kind of itching for something to play on the Switch. You have any questions, just come to me. I'll okay. reassure you. Okay. I'll reassure you. Right. You're not you're not gonna have a great time every time. <laughs> but the great times it's, it's a run. But the great times are amazing. Yeah. Uh, well, the, the um the bad times make the good times much better with that game. <laughs> Rules of life. Yeah. Uh yeah, I'm getting it tomorrow. I'm actually I'm actually looking forward to it. It's, cool. It's Zelda, Spelunky, and twin stick shooters. Like Ooh, yeah. I like I like all those things. Mm-hmm. So uh hopefully hopefully I like it. But uh, Zelda, yeah, that game, man. Mm-hmm. I find myself playing that game like a season of a show or an anime or something. Like I get to a region, and then I get to like the stable, and I'm talking to different characters, and I go on like little side quests. Like that's the filler, and then and then when you're done, the little to, uh, JoJo to be continued arrow comes up. And- <laughs> Actually, it feels like that. Yeah. And then um, I, I'm, as I'm doing a side quest, I meet up with a character because, remember, I'm playing on the pro mode, so I don't really have any direction of where I'm going with right. the story. So I just did the <clears throat> the first temple in the game, and I just happened upon it. I met the character that leads you into that area, and I was like, oh, shit, this is the... This is the main quest. This is the main quest. You stumbled into it. I just stumbled that into it. That must have been it. a good feeling. It was so fucking good. <laughs> and I was like, I was like... He's, he seems important, this guy. And then when I finally got there, I was like, oh. 
am in the uh, Zora domain. Oh, they want me to do that. And then it just feels like an episode of an anime. And then as soon as you get to like the temple, which the introduction into the, how you enter the temple is phenomenal. Like everything that leads up into it. I won't spoil it here, but I was like, man, damn, this, this game is just doing hitting all the cylinders. You know, I got the feeling when I was playing it last week mm-hmm. that you were doing it wrong. <laughs> well, yes, actually, but not for the reasons you think. Uh-huh. But um, like because I was just sort of trying to play it and talk and, you know, couldn't really devote time to it. Mm-hmm. That's why I felt like I wasn't clicking with it, mm-hmm. because I don't think I had enough time to just sit down and, you know, just just have just plan out something what I want to do. I was just like wandering around just doing stupid stuff yeah. instead of just you know just getting situated and just going out there yeah. and figure and figuring it out for myself My, i was just uh, sort of you know dicking around in it the the funnest times i have with the game is when i'm just i just happen upon something yeah i talk to npc and, and the npcs in this game are incredible they seem they, they, they seem very nice they they <laughs> seem very nice and they seem alive in a weird way. They, yeah. they comment on what you're wearing, on what you're doing, the weather, the time of day. Oh, people love to talk about the weather. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> people love to talk about weather. Uh, so they are like actual people. Yeah. And I notice when, you, when you're when you absolute assholes to them, they're like, well, I still like you. <laughs> uh, yeah, kind of. I, I actually met a lady where she was... Um, Chopping she, broccoli? No. <laughs> She, she was talking about her son. And she was like, oh, have you met your son? Um, I forgot his name. Probably and, uh, dead. No. no There's not The Witcher. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I don't remember that name. Because I try to remember the names of the characters. And I was like, no, I didn't uh, I didn't meet him. She's Great like, story. Oh, okay. And then she was like, oh, okay, cool, whatever. And I was like, oh, fuck, probably I missed something. So I talked to her again. And I was like, yeah, I saw him. And then like in a little blurb, she said, but you said that you didn't meet him before. And I was like, what the fuck? You remember that? <laughs> I don't know. It's just it, the small things like that was like the, the super cool. Like, oh yeah, I totally <laughs> lied to you about that. <laughs> yeah, and she was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah, just be nice to him when you see him. And I was like, oh shit. See, I told you when you're an asshole, they're like, yeah, yeah, but have some pie, have a yeah. drink. But but as I was talking about the NPCs, like a lot of times the the switch has a screenshot function where you just press the button and you just take a. Instantaneous take, instantaneously take a picture. So a lot of times when I talk to NPCs, they're like, oh, man, I just came from this place, like, northeast from here. And it was kind of fucking cool. And I was like, okay, screenshot. So it was like your your version of taking notes on where to go. Yeah. Right. So I, I used that as a compass. I'm like, okay, they were at this location. I put a star on the map, and I'm like, okay, northeast from here. And I just just go. And I've just been having so much fun that way. I'm... I'm so the switch unlocks uh, um, play activity after ten days, I believe. Play activity? Yeah, it's like the 3ds is. Um, it just tells you how long. Ten yeah. days of game time or ten days of real time. Ten days of real time. Okay. And um, I hit sixty hours in the game, and I literally just finished my first temple. Sounds about right for uh, for an open <laughs> world kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, you know? I guess there's people that's like, listen, you play an open world game. If you're doing the main story, mm-hmm. you're playing it wrong. I, I, yeah, I agree. <laughs> Especially with the with the world, the way that it's built, and how 
incredibly varied everything. You want to see the things. I want to see everything. You want to see the things. Every single thing. But here, here, here's the thing, though. Mm-hmm. You do that, and you start the main story, and then the main story kind of feels a little empty. You know what? I thought that as well, but then when I stumbled upon the um, the first temple, I was like, this is actually really cool. Cause well, you stumbled upon it in a very unique way. That's true. Yeah. It wasn't, you know, you made a decision like, I'm going to stop doing the side, side yeah. stuff and just go do the story mm-hmm. now. And like, I, that, that way of stumbling into it, I don't think many people can really relate to or you're probably have right. had happened before. Because uh, I actually, when I finished, I was like, okay, I'm going to set the marker for the second dungeon. I was like, no, I'm just going to do the same thing I've been doing. Whenever I get there, I get there. Mm-hmm. You could never get there. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be bad for our future spoiler episode. Hey. We will have one. I don't one, know when. One of these days, we're going to have a spoiler episode with me on it. We did. The Captain America one. Mm-hmm. That was a long time ago. That doesn't count. You can have one with Mass Effect. I don't think I'm going to get Mass Effect. You're going to get Mass Effect. You're not going to get a day one. I, yeah, somewhere down the line. By the time the spoiler episode comes out, nobody will care anymore. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> You'd be like, it's, tw- it's 2019. Why are you talking about this two-year-old <laughs> game? Uh, but yeah, I'm really loving this game. It... And it, it does a, it, this is going to sound odd saying this, but it does a thing where uh, most open worlds doesn't do, and it, it, it gets better as it goes along. Like, a lot of times I feel like open world, like, front load you with a lot of stuff, and you're like, oh, this is so great. And then as you get along, further along, it's like, oh, yeah, yes, I got to climb that tower again. I got to do this mission. I got to do this. Oh, the, the world starts to feel really empty. Yeah. And dead. Yeah. And cardboard cut out. The only game that maybe... Didn't feel like that was The Witcher, because I w- I just was invest- The Witcher had The Witcher had personality. Yeah, I was just invested in the story. Yeah, and the little side stories that no, it had. No, not so much the story, just the world. Yeah, that, that's what the more the, sto- the the base story of The Witcher is. Find your daughter. Kind of meh. You just missed her. Yeah. I'm sorry. It was, it's a little. Although the emotional connections you make are very good. Very. Good. Very good mm-hmm. in that. Game. Especially if you follow the series from the beginning. Right. It's uh, awesome, but. Zelda doesn't have that baggage yeah. for, for good and bad. And, um, you know, your open world game can't be full of cardboard cutouts. No. One of the big problems I had with, with freaking Skyrim mm-hmm. was I kept going back to the, like, um, I kept going back to a location. Mm-hmm. And every single time, the NPC would say the same goddamn thing to me. He's like, you should check out the Mage, the Mage Academy. Yep. And see how well you do. I'm like, Bitch, I'm the headmaster. I've been the headmaster. You don't know me? I've been the headmaster for 50 game hours now. <laughs> and and I think because the Skyrim is supposed to come on the Switch. And I think mm-hmm. when people get that, because people's going to buy I'm probably going to buy Skyrim on the Switch. I don't know why you would. Uh, not, especially after this. And, and that's the thing. I think people will realize how devoid that world really is. Mm-hmm. Because, like I said before, the NPCs re- um, reply to everything you do. Like, nighttime... Everybody has a pattern. Like nighttime, they go into their houses and sleep, and then you walk to the house, wake them up, and they're like, "What are you doing here? <laughs> Why are you in my house?" And I'm like, "That's really fucking weird." There's like one that. thing I'm looking forward to mm-hmm. with Skyrim on the Switch, and that's the unique brand of glitches we'll see on <laughs> on the Switch from from Skyrim. Uh, yeah, love to I, see how that game spazzes out. Lord knows they'll find a way to break it. Well, there certainly won't be any mod support on it. And that's no, no, that's a bit of an issue with Skyrim because I don't know anyone who plays that game without mods. I I don't know anybody. I just play it 
to see if my mods can run. Yeah. Well, console players play without the mods. That's true. Uh, I PS3. do know one person. Sorry, Claire. <laughs> and she, I think she platinumed that game. Did she? I yep. think so. Claire, <laughs> you crazy. <laughs> crazy. Uh, Dre, what are you playing? Don't uh, ask. You know. <laughs> you know. I'm playing The Legend of Zelda. Mm-hmm. The original one. Oh. Oh, just updated with... <laughs> New graphics? <laughs> <laughs> no, when I'm on the no, train, no I gimmicks, need to play Zelda. No gimmicks, no randomization, no special speed runs or plain old regular plain. Legend of Zelda. Are you really? Yeah, on the train. Oh, okay. But I can't play Breath of the Wild. Is this the um You can play Breath of the Wild on the train. No, I'm not stupid. <laughs> you choose not to. But you can. Uh <laughs> is this the uh Lexington Avenue sucks save file? No, that save file became known as I Want to Go Home Aww. because I'm generally playing it when I'm not allowed to go home because the trains won't let me get there. That's a long title for a, um, a save file. Yeah, so I just cut it off to I Want to Go Home. <laughs> I want, is, there that, is there enough letters? Yes. The first file is I Want. Uh-huh. The second file is to, to go, go. And the third file is Home. All right, so which file are you playing? I Want to Go or Home? I started on I Want uh-huh. and I... Cleared everything up to and killed Ganon and then save and quit so that I can just walk into the game and just walk into the final room and win mm-hmm. anytime I wanted to. Okay. And then I started playing on the next file to do a second quest. Mm-hmm. So just trying to remember how uh, how the second quest goes because I don't really play it too much. Okay. So as I've never completed the original Legend of Zelda. I've played it. It's a shame. You should. I, it's very easy. It's really not. You guys well, have beat it <laughs> a you, million you need, times. You need that knowledge. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't have that knowledge. Uh, I'm I'm open to try, but I just haven't. How how similar is Breath of the Wild to the original Legend of Zelda? I have a different. I have a similar question after you answer Theo's question. So uh, obviously, th- there's technological things that are not going to match up. Yeah. Right. So uh, all I can go on is. My memories of originally playing the game, uh, which was wandering around and trying to figure out what pieces fit into what, you know, parts of the puzzle. Okay. And, you know, struggling to decipher the cryptic clues that were translation botches half of the time. Mm-hmm. And fighting through the game and, you know, tag teaming with my mom to get through it. Uh, this game, it Breath of the Wild, feels like it hits a lot of that the clues aren't as cryptic mm-hmm. because the translation isn't terrible mm-hmm. but they do give you a lot of cryptic clues in the it, form of like observational uh, things there, well there's this there's a specific meta quest line uh where a character gives you a song and that song relates to a, a shrine that you need that yeah. you can find yeah and the songs are generally cryptic but you can figure them out if you are paying attention yeah or Sometimes you know, they're just really obvious. Yeah, if you know the original, uh, the, what the songs originally came from or what they are. Right. Yeah. But so they throw in their level of crypticness. Mm-hmm. The The idea of getting lost in the world is obviously what's the same. Yeah. Because I got lost in Zelda 1 all the time. and in, was, in, a, in, a, in a way that you enjoyed? Well, I mean, I was like, what? Seven or eight yeah. when I was first playing the game. A- I don't after really after a while, you. if I may, you know, interject here. Mm-hmm. After a while, being lost in the Legend of Zelda does get very frustrating. Mm-hmm. 
You know, you need to stop being lost <laughs> once in a while in yeah. order to, in order to keep that uh, in order to keep the romance alive. Okay. Yeah, I don't really recall having been lost for that long in the game. <laughs> Unlike Joe, I yeah. we knew where level seven was. <laughs> I don't know how long it took us. I can't recall oh, you and how your long. Mom. Was that you and your mom? Yes. Yeah, it's okay. nice having adult work. What's funny is uh, you're actually tag teaming it with your fiance now. Yes. <laughs> so some things never change. I guess phrasing, phrasing. Mm. <laughs> the. I obviously, you said you played for 60 hours. Yes. I'm double that on you. <laughs> uh, and I have very little left to do in the game. Whew. So I have defeated the four main dungeons. Okay. Uh, 104-ish shrines Whew. out of 120. Wow, is that many? Yeah, and some of them are like diabolically hard to find. Uh, and about the shrines... I really, really like them. The so there are a whole lot of shrines where you just them motion control ones suck. They suck so bad. Yeah. I they're not so bad. Fucking hate them. You know what? Every How are you playing? On the handheld. That's the problem. I have to take the Joy-Con oh, no. off to fucking rotate. That's that the thing. problem. That is garbage. Oh, so garbage. you should be just playing with the Pro controller. But here's the thing, though. <laughs> there should be an option where you don't have to use the motion controls. I mean, yeah, sure. it should be there an should, option should. For, because this is a portable system. I could be on the train playing this. Well, I mean, you're the one who wants to be on the train playing it, so you have to accept that. Oh, God. If they're going to make a game or system based around portability and make it difficult to do things when portable, then don't do it. That's a mistake. I yes. Well, I don't, I don't think they were trying to make it difficult, obviously. Uh, it's, Gimmicky, just a, maybe. it's sort of like a design flaw, I guess. That the motion controls don't really register that well when you're playing with the controllers no. attached to the actual system. <clears throat> and, when you're um, using the Pro Controller, it's fine. When you detach the Joy-Cons, it's fine. I uh, I largely agree with you that the shrines are awesome. Some of them just fucking suck. The bowling ones. <laughs> the bowling shrines. Those I've, suck. I haven't played any shrines where I was just like, get me out of this. I haven't played a single one. I'm not. I, I went into this game not looking up, not trying to look up anything about it like i don't want to know I, I was actually mad when i found out how much korok seeds are in the game because i wasn't expecting that much first of all <laughs> and most of it most of that's superfluous oh yeah yeah because you can unlock everything they unlock with about half the amount yeah that are in the game uh but then there was one shrine where you have to kind of play croquette and hit the ball into like a, a far away target and i yeah. was like nope it's pretty easy it's easy after you realize where to put the ball. <laughs> I was like, oh, this fucking suck. I looked up online, did it for a shot. I was like, fuck, I'm so mad that I had to look it up. But uh, well, anyway. That yeah. one wasn't for you. Yeah. But, but the shrines are amazing. I, I like that there's varied lengths of them. Yes. So some of them are just, you go in, you solve one puzzle, and it's done. Yep. I like some of them are, the puzzle is finding them. And yes. once you get into it, it's actually already done. You 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 found your way here. <laughs> you're you're good. And there are a couple of them that feel like a legitimate mini dungeon. Yes. There was one that was in there for a good like ten minutes, mm -hmm. and I wasn't repeating. I wasn't lost. Mm -hmm. I was working through it, and it was just take. It was long. And what's amazing about it, you have all the tools at your disposal, so it's never like okay. Well, sometimes you might need arrows. And you might not have arrows. You always need arrows. 
I've never opened a chest of five arrows in a Zelda game before. And Are you happy. telling me there's no fletching in this game? <laughs> there, could, there could be some more uh, crafting stuff. It would uh, be nice. There was actually a shrine that I did that uh, I ran out of arrows in. I needed to hit one of the one of those like glowy things to like change Crystal it up. Switch. Time to and throw I, your bow at it. Well, Let's throw your weapon. I was like, fuck. And, but I was behind the gate. So I was like, shit, I don't have any more arrows. I'm kind of stuck in this location. Now I want the treasure chest. I'm like, okay, what do I do? And I noticed that there was a barrel, like a metal barrel. So I was like, oh, okay. I just used a magnet on the metal barrel and just threw it at the um, at the thing. And I was like, of course. <laughs> of course. And a tiny gorilla popped out. Not this time. That, that's going to happen <laughs> in the new Mario game. Uh, but yeah, there's... What's your thoughts on the temples? Hang on. I didn't ask oh, my question I, I, I'm yet. sorry, Joe. Sorry. <laughs> I've been sitting here being very patient. <laughs> yeah, so in the same vein that Theo said, like, how does this compare to the original Zelda? Um, how much do you think the original design philosophy or inspiration is present in Breath of the Wild? Because, you know, Legend of Zelda was based off of, you know, what was it? Um, the, cave hunting. Uh, cave hunting. Right? Oh, yeah. I was a little boy in Kyoto, yeah. and I... <laughs> we've all so, heard the story. So it's, it's clear that exploration is the name of the game in Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Basically that. Uh, it, literally all over the place. Yes. The idea of the first Zelda game being a world that you need to discover, mm-hmm. th- that is this game's DNA. Yeah. And, um, oh, sorry, Dre. Uh, it seems weird that it's taken this long for that to. Uh, I think that that's a manifest. I think that they were trying to. I, me interjecting here. I, I feel like they were trying to catch or, or create another Ocarina of Time, and they kind of lost their way after that because Ocarina of Time is the Final Fantasy VII of the Zelda series. Yeah, I couldn't get any argument <laughs> from you there. But like, all right, and, yeah, so like, uh, if you ask me, Ocarina of Time is where they lost their way to begin with. Well, that's what I'm saying, but yeah. they. They wanted to catch it because that caught a lot of people. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of people's first Zelda, and yeah. like they love that. I, I have friends that I'm playing this at work, and they're like, "Oh shit, that's a new Zelda." The last one I played was Ocarina of Time. I fucking love that game, and they kept trying to catch that. Like that's why I dislike Twilight Princess so much because you're right. It's, they, they they tried to go back to that well too many yes, times. Yes, and I think Skyward Sword, as much as I like Skyward Sword, was still in that DNA. So they said, "Yo, there's actually a um a, a the developer video." Where they showed that it was like, yo, we just need to scrap pretty much everything and go back to what Zelda originally was. That's, and that's yeah. my exploration. That's great. That's that's what really drew me to Breath of the Wild from the from the very first previews. Mm-hmm. Like, this is an exploration game. This is this is a, you taking yourself on an adventure. This is what the Legend of Zelda was originally based on. Yeah. Because Ocarina of Time is just, you know. An owl telling you, go to this place. Mm-hmm. Walk there for about 10 minutes. In this empty world. And then when you get there, I'm going to talk to you for five more. <laughs> and it's just, there's did, nothing. And did there's you nothing understand that? Yeah. Shit, I pressed B. Fuck, you have to go through it again. Too much exposition, mm-hmm. not enough discovery. There's nothing to discover in that world. So I was like, why do people like this game? So Tears Breath of the Wild comes along. And granted, my initial impressions were not so great, but, yeah. you know, like you said, I was you're playing, playing, playing it wrong. Playing it, wrong. <laughs> it, it, it seems like it's exactly what I would like out of a Zelda. And I, I think they straddle a good, fen, uh, a good line where you have that exploration and stuff. If you don't care about the story, you're like, I, I'm just going to do my own thing. But they, they actually have a very good story there that's not in the main how can I say this? It, not in the main story, but there's a way that they convey story in the game that doesn't impose on what's going on as you're playing. 
So it's like the story's in the background and you can read it, so to speak. Kind of. Is it a spoiler, the way that they portray the story? The flashbacks. If you're talking about them, you mean? Yeah. I would say that it would be a spoiler if you're talking <laughs> well, about them. There it is, guys. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think they handle that very well. So back to Zelda 1. <laughs> uh, look, I'm, I'm just going to say that the, the ability to play the game and get lost in it is something that I've been sorely missing from Zelda games, and I haven't really felt it since... Well, I mean, I guess we can go to A Link Between Worlds. But here's the thing. But about, you weren't really, you didn't really get lost in that game. Yes, you already knew it. That right. Was, I, I guess. I still say that that's a, a, a Link to the Past sequel. It like is. A, a spiritual sequel. It, it, it is, is actually it, a direct sequel. Uh, sorry, I meant remake. Remake. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I'm sorry, I meant that. With, with a, a mechanic now. Yeah, gimmick. A, a gimmick, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, you don't get lost in that world because, you know, the veterans, man is under veterans, the veterans already know that world. Yeah. He's going to give me a bottle. Yeah. The man under the bridge. Like, I'm going to go here. Like th- this is this area is here. Mm-hmm. Like this forest is over here. The master sword is there. I know where it is. And I fucking love that game. Yeah. I really, really like that game. Yeah. But it's, it's you, you know said, you can't get lost in it. It's you know what? It's a Zelda paint by numbers. That's what a Link Between Worlds is. Well, it's a Zelda paint by numbers. If you're painting by numbers of old school Zelda, mm-hmm. yeah, which is fine. Uh, and I guess it's one of the reasons why I liked it so much was because it. Even though I couldn't really get lost in it, I still was able to explore the world. Right. Yeah. I'm not a good artist, so I have to paint my color. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, Twilight Princess, we'll, see, we'll go back to that because we already know that I, I like Twilight Princess. Mm-hmm. Uh, We're never going to talk about Zelda 1, by the way. <laughs> the, the original, over, the overworld of Twilight Princess is a literal barren wasteland. There's nothing to do in there. Mm-hmm. As opposed to Wind Waker, which is a literal barren water wasteland. <laughs> water world. And let's not bring Kevin Costner. <laughs> into this, okay, it's the those, those two games. Wait, hold on. If, so if, I'm sorry. So if Twilight Princess, if if if, if a, a Wind Waker is Water World, does that make Twilight Princess dances with wolves? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Kevin Costner Link? I don't know, but which one's Field of Dreams? <laughs> Sky with Sword? Whatever. <laughs> yeah. I, I just dislike that they, they kept giving you these large open areas, but there was not really anything to do or a good reason to explore them. Mm-hmm. So Until you and, get to the temples. And, uh, the, the right. dungeons. It, Zelda became a slave to the dungeon. Yes. And, you know, the first game... The dungeons were just there because you had to have that for your objective. Mm-hmm. But it, there wasn't... The dungeons were part of the discovery. Right. So when you discovered them, like, oh, here's this big thing I discovered. Yeah. Which is what Skyward Sword did right. It's just that you went to those dungeons two, three, four times sometimes in, mm. the, in the course of the game. Also, opening them up was kind of like a mini dungeon, too. Yes. So by the time you did, like, the the third dungeon, you were just kind of worn out on it yeah although the, the desert the desert area was still really good oh, once i saw that in uh breath of the wild i was like yeah let's <laughs> go back here <laughs> not quite as not, not quite, quite as good, good as that. <laughs> it's fine uh so 
not much of a spoiler here because when you start the game and you get off the plateau, you get a main story quest, and the main story quest is defeat Ganon. <laughs> That's the last main story quest I have left. <laughs> Shit, yeah. So Alpha and the no, Omega. I was about to say, <laughs> shit. <laughs> there, there's outside of just cleaning up a couple of things. There's not much left for me to do. I mm-hmm. could have had it finished before you, I got on, but I didn't you, want to have to delay things. Or, oh, uh, finish it before we started the cast. You mean? Yeah. Oh, I could okay. have. I will cast was going to be its own little. Um, thing I've been too. in there a couple times. Have you? Yep. Before there's actually a few quests that send you in there. In there, yeah. Before Ooh. you even have to go there, well, Ooh. you could go there anytime you want. Yeah, to. nothing that, stopping you, except them guardians. That <laughs> except the guardians that will one shot you. Shit up! I finally I farm those guys now. I, I finally, <laughs> well, I just got the arrows, the um, the ancient arrows. Arrows? Who needs arrows? Whatever. I just parry the beams. Yeah. All right. I gotta start doing that now. <laughs> just parry the beams. Mm. Take I really love then. those combat shrines. Yeah, I mean, I. I you know what? They feel like they have too much HP. The major, the major difficulty ones, you, you're just fighting them forever, and they're not doing anything that's threatening. Not even a little bit. But so, I like taking their weapons, <laughs> hitting them with the ice arrow, and just messing their stuff up. Or the uh, or the um, electric arrow electric does a good arrow. number yeah. on them too. Or um, when they do that spinning attack and they the the air rises, I was like, oh, I'm just gonna jump above you and land on your ass. Wow! Down thrust! Down thrust! <laughs> Which is faithfully in the game. <laughs> nice. But don't miss, because it eats your durability. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, the durability. People can't, ha- can't, they can't handle it. I love it so much. You know, there is one flaw in the system. So you can tell when an item is new and hasn't been used. It has a sparkle next to it. You can tell when the item is about to break. But you can't tell in between. You can't tell in between. So you, I just, you know, a, a, a durability meter on the weapon would be nice. It would be. It would be nice. I think, which is weird because if I recall correctly, I think Skyward Sword had that. They had durability on their shields. Yeah. And they had ability to fix them, which... I, do, I don't want the ability to fix um, your weapons. Do not. Because you run into the problem where it's like, okay, I'm going to use this up until a point and go back to wherever I need to go to fix and it. And just stop, stop in your track saying, oh, my great weapon's about to break. Yes. Yeah, that's... I'm, I'm, glad, they, I'm I, glad they stuck to that. All or nothing. Yeah. Just break. I don't, I don't mind it, but I, I wouldn't mind having a, a place to repair durability. Nah, I, I, if I it, feel like if you it, compromise. They don't have to way. make it cheap. In fact, there are certain uh, yes, weapons I, that I was just about to say, yeah, there's, there's, which is very expensive. There are certain weapons that are breakable, but you can get them reforged or fixed, and they are, expensive. and it is expensive and the, prohibitive. Um, yeah. One of the later characters you meet, he gives you a, a set of armor. I think the ancient armors and stuff like that. And I'm like, those are the requirements plus I have to pay? I'm never getting this. <laughs> but, oh, I got those. I know you did. <laughs> really good. I'm getting the armor, but I'm not I'm not paying for the weapons when they're going to break. Oh, you should pay for that shield that he sells. Yeah, probably the shield. Because the shield passively reflects the beams. <laughs> All right. So you should get that at least. You know, if you if you don't feel like you're good enough to parry, I'm, not, I'm probably. I mean, not. You, you played Revengeance, so you you got to be good at it, right? Reve- parrying Revengeance is not hard. It was ridiculous. neither is parrying in this game. <laughs> <laughs> and Dre says it's not hard. That it means hard. that <laughs> means it's easy. That shit is easy. <laughs> that shit is mad uh, easy. Yeah, Breath of the Wild, man. I wasn't expecting. I I knew I was gonna like the game. It's Zelda, like. I pretty much beat every Zelda that's come out since 
Oracle of Seas. No, um, Link's Awakening. So, but you still haven't beaten one. And I, I very much one. doubt you've beaten two. No, yeah, <laughs> I played two, but everybody's played two. Like, nope, I'm done now. <laughs> this is over. Oh, this cave. Is I have lives. Fuck hmm. this. Nah, I don't want none of this. I mean, I still carry the mark of shame that I've never beaten two off of an emulator. Yeah. Eh, I've tried. I You've never been to? Not legit? Not legitimately either, no. Really? That's you beat Battletoads, man. It's hard, yeah. I beat Battletoads in my youth. <laughs> when I was better at video games. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's that's the continuing Zelda experience. By next week, I'll definitely have it finished. Well, I don't know if I can say finished. I will have beaten the final boss. Whoever yeah, that ends up being, if it's not Ganon. Will you, uh, will you play through this again? Will I play through it again? Yeah. I might, like, do it to see if I can actually attempt to Three heart. fight the final boss without doing any of the stuff around it. I might attempt it. Uh, but I don't think I would seriously really invest a... Like, go and say, I'm going to start over and play one more time. Hmm. The the thing is that since I, I am splitting time with uh, playing it with my fiancé, that there are two dungeons out of the four that I did not actually play through. Really? Oh. That's interesting. She doesn't have her own save file? No, we're sharing the save file. All right. That's cool. So now she's going to start a save file, and when she does them, do I'm going to do those two dungeons. That's yeah. cool. And apparently she did the hardest out of the dungeons. Really? While I was half asleep. <laughs> so I didn't remember it. <laughs> Oh, uh, back to the question. Uh, you don't have to stay long in this, but what are your thoughts on the dungeons, the, the two that you did? <laughs> well, okay, so I did two of them, and I saw the third one in full, and the only one I didn't see was kind of... I was I was half asleep during yeah, yeah. it, because it was 2 a.m. And I was done, because I've been playing the game for 12 hours. <laughs> uh, so, none of them are really challenging, I would say. No. Out of the the the, the ch- most challenging one is the one that Nina did. Okay. Uh, out of the ones I did, I think the highest amount of time I played spent on one was like a half hour. About roughly the same. Well, I did one, but about forty minutes in one. Yeah, and I I like their mechanics. What you have to do in yeah yeah, yeah. I, I like the mechanics of how you have to solve them and figure them out, and I like that they're kind of they're kind of like a how to say it living i guess yeah that things can change uh, inside and and, yeah yeah so there's there's like a a kinetic energy to the dungeons that they previously never existed Mm -hmm. in any other zelda game dynamic i think it might yeah when when joe was talking about the alexandra boss earlier it kind of reminded me of the first dungeon i did i was like oh okay i'm inside of this thing Working its way outside, it, it just felt very kinetic and dynamic, as you said. Mm-hmm. I, 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 my favorite thing about Zelda is like the puzzles, and those dungeons are just purely puzzle. Go into the next room. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that. I don't understand what you mean, old man. <laughs> I bet you'd like to have more bombs. What does that mean? <laughs> What are you implying? <laughs> Why wouldn't I like to have more bombs? I'd, I'd bet you'd like to have a sword through your face. What? Well, he doesn't like that if you do that. Hey, he shoots fire at you. He shoots fire at you. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, is, is this game perfect? 
No. It's not perfect. Yeah, I didn't hear you talked about two of the flaws. So the game has flaws. It, it has a, a, a fair amount. It rains way too much. <laughs> way too much. Especially when you have to climb a lot of the times. It, it, ah, it good, has some good, good old Hyrule Washington. <laughs> but you see, so it shouldn't be that much of a problem, especially for the way you're playing. Because mm. if, if you feel like you need to do something you, and it starts raining, you can't do it. You can just mark it and go somewhere else. Very true. Especially considering that you're like, I don't have a map. I just want to wander. Just, and you know, roll, just roll out the tarp and wait it out. You know, not, it's funny you say that, but a lot of times when it rains, I'm like, okay, get this flint to get this firewood, start up this campfire, and just wait until morning. Find a nice overpass. Overpass. A so that tree. it doesn't immediately put out your talk fire. Your, talk to your boys in the dugout. <laughs> so it, if, if, it is cool, but there are there are things about the game that... that that aren't perfect. At a certain, you point, know what? Every good game is not perfect. There, I yes. said it. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. I guess it's just the the era that we currently live in, where everything's either a masterpiece or garbage. Yeah, there's no in between anymore. So <laughs> when you say, "Hey, man, I'd like to have a durability meter on my weapon just so I can have the knowledge of when it's gonna break." Mm-hmm. Oh my god, you hate the game. What's wrong with you? I was like, what? Literally unplayable. <laughs> That's the meme, right? Yeah. That's the right meme. Yeah. Literally unplayable. But, uh, yeah. It does some things that uh, are... Has, has, it has its quirks. But the highest... Does, does that mean that we're going to be in the friggin' bar in Deep Space Nine? Oh my Deep Space Nine joke. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Gosh. Quarks is the best. This is the reason I hate that show. <laughs> you, you hate the show for Quark. I hate the show because all they do is sit around and drink in the bar. You never made it past season one, did you? No. <laughs> after season after season one, that, that show opens up. You know what? There is no there is no good Star Trek season one. Maybe the original series. Maybe mm-hmm. not even that. But I, I'm actually watching through, like going through the next generation right now. Season one of Star Trek: The Next Generation has one good episode. And that's the pilot. Look, the rest I'm not of the season argue is trash this because. I didn't start watching Star Trek Star Trek Next Generation at season one, so I, I've honestly never even gone back and watched them. Well, go back and watch go back and watch DS Nine after season one. You'll, you'll you know change what? I'm mind. not gonna watch Deep Space Nine because <laughs> it pissed me off too much already. I'm gonna go and watch Twitch for Power, Power Rangers. Yeah, I was about to mention you're watching Power Rangers. You won't watch a, You won't watch quality science fiction. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Are you saying Power Rangers isn't quality science fiction? It most yes, it's not. <laughs> I am saying Power Rangers is not quality science fiction. <laughs> not quality fiction where teenagers make weird hand gestures and not become superheroes. Science fiction, not quality anything. And there's a floating head in a in a tube. Brian Cranston. Well, he's the head now, but he was the villains before. He was one of he was he was like the throwaway villain. So weird. (laughs) Power Ranger shows are very hit and miss, more miss than hit. Very miss. You can count you can count the good ones on one hand. Mighty Morphin swing and a miss. You count them on one hand with two fingers. Mighty Morphin. Uh huh. In space. Okay. Time Force. I haven't watched Time Force. SPD. I haven't watched that. Maybe Dino Thunder. Maybe. Maybe. I'm 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 looking to you for this because yeah. I have Mighty Morphin certain, in space. Sir, oh um RPM, RPM is apparently amazing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. so that's now you need more than one hand. Hmm. Well, I'll, I'll, go, I'll go ahead and take, take I'll go away and take away Dino Thunder <laughs> and put RPM in that slide. Dino, <laughs> Dino Thunder gets honorable mention. Okay. All right. Well, we. It's obvious that Switch is still hot, a uh, hot topic. 
so we're going to turn around and, and talk about something that will spring brought off the switch after the break. All right, guys. I'm going to propose to you a question. No, I will not make out with you. This got weird. This got weird. <laughs> really <guys>. fast. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, Why not? So this question <laughs> comes can't, to can't us from a good answer, <laughs> one of our contest entries and actually a winner. Hey, congratulations. Of the contest. Uh, and I just scrolled off of it the beauty of... <laughs> Live. Live recording. Live on tape quotes. delay. <laughs> tape delay. <laughs> so uh, what do you guys think the future of gaming is going to look like? And uh, let's front load this a little bit because we have this new console that just came out. It's not going to look like that, I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, I mean... Maybe a little bit. Who knows, right? Yep. So... Let's uh let's get the actual question out there. What does the future of gaming look like and are we ready for it? Are we ready for it? Are we ready for the future? Are we ever ready for the future? The Never. future freaks me out. Mm-hmm. I hate change. <laughs> Not, you know what doesn't hate change? Mm. Homeless people. Mm. As older gamers, you have seen the trend specifically with regard to where the industry is heading, eventually moving to a post-console era. In many ways, the Switch is the first step in that direction. Is this something older gamers should embrace or should it be resisted? Hmm. Pretty loaded question. Yeah, I, I I think that's a great question. Who's that from again? And that is from uh, Chris Widener. Okay, awesome question, Thank Chris. You, Chris. Uh, I'm gonna have to go ahead and disagree that the Switch is the first step in the in that direction. Hmm. I think having hard drives on consoles is the first step in that direction. Why say that? Because suddenly you have a place to store. Your video games on the actual console itself, mm-hmm. so the software can be run off of it directly. You know, there's that, that essentially made them mini computers. Yeah. So you're saying we've already reached that first step? I say we've already reached that first step. Yes. <clears throat> I, I think the switch actually is uh, the first step in that because, hmm, I can't think of a console after the PS4 and the Xbox One. Like, like, what is that? Is that another set top box? Are they like going to be more iterative as they go along? Well, I, f- I feel like we've had this. We've had this yeah, conversation we, we before. Have, so but with, they, with yeah. the Switch coming into the fold now, like, I think Nintendo kind of innovated where a lot of people tried before. Like the Nvidia Shield has done this, but it's kind of, kind of janky in a in a certain way. Yeah. The PlayStation Four did it with the Vita, which it didn't work. And there's something about there's something about the uh, the switch where I'm playing this on the bus, and as I go home, I just plop it on the TV and I'm continuing playing. Yeah. No, you don't. <laughs> Actually, I I have my switch right here. I played on the train. I played no, on I'm saying you don't put it in the dock at your house. I do actually play it on the uh, dock. Liar. I do. <laughs> <laughs> but this this it, it seems really small right now. But I think there's something really cool about that, where the switch is. Whatever to whoever. Like, for me, it's a portable gaming console. For you, Dre, it's a console. And for another person, it could be like a party machine. Like, they could have it as tabletop mode. And it's any. it, it conforms to what you want to use it as. Mm-hmm. And I think that's actually really cool. So you think that portability and adaptability is where consoles need to go in order to stay relevant? Not need to go, but there's something about being stationary at your home where it... it 
restrictive? Yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm a portable. I, I love handhelds because I feel like I, I can do other things. I can go to other areas in the house and, <clears throat> and play games the way I want to play. But a lot of times, handheld games don't quite meet, meet the, um, the scope and scale of a, of a console or PC game. Now, here's how I feel about it. I think the reason home consoles stay home consoles mm-hmm. and that kind of thing doesn't happen on portable consoles is that gaming is a way for you to unwind. Yes. And while you're traveling, you're not really unwinding. You are going from point A to point B. You have a destination. Do you, like The objective of travel is to reach your destination. Your destination. Yes. Be your home, your workplace, wherever. So you can't really just sit down and you know pace yourself accordingly, unless, unless that's like a really long trip. I don't know. I disagree with that because... Why do people read on their you know, on their routes when they travel? People don't use reading to unwind. Like when I'm playing Zelda on the train, I could just be like, okay, I'm gonna do this like quick little thing, and not worry about a main quest or do something larger than that. Well, they're passing time. Yes. The same reason mobile games are mm-hmm. so successful is that they're just time wasters. Mm-hmm. You know, while you're wait while you're waiting to fulfill your main objective, yeah. which is to travel between places. You're distracting yourself with something that'll help pass the time. But then, okay, do you think, I I don't want to go into the core and hardcore, but do you think mobile gaming is for, like, people like us? Like, do any of us really like mobile gaming here? I particularly don't. Yeah, me either. So what is there for people that, you know, want gaming on the go? There are options available. You have your 3DSs, Mm -hmm. and there's there's some very solid... You know, inv- like good investment titles in the Absolutely. 3DS that I, I do. I, I love but my sometimes 3DS. I'll just I'll play because I can play it in bed, mm-hmm. and you know, or you know, on the couch mm-hmm. or just in, in a more comfortable position than I can sitting at a computer. Yeah, you know, I can play it lying down. You know, just curled backyard or wherever. You know, I can mm-hmm. I can find a different place to relax. With yeah, it. that's where pretty much where I've done most of my portable gaming. But yeah. when I'm like on the go, I don't usually like to invest too much into things unless I know it's going to be a really long trip like a yeah. plane flight mm-hmm. or a long train ride and even then like the train rides like because I know I'm going to have to stop at some point yeah I can't pick the I can't pick the place where I'm going to stop in in the game you mean or your destination no I mean where like just just based on the, t- the time I have to spend in a mm-hmm. certain place if I'm on a train ride I know okay at this point in about 15 minutes I'm going to have to stop is it really worth investing my time into this right now to, you know, well, between the, in this 15-minute time period. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think I think if, if, uh, gaming consoles are going to... Okay, I don't know. I don't know how to say it. I don't know how to say it because the Switch is sort of like a different animal. Oh, yeah, completely. Yeah. And that's kind of why it's yeah. the beginning of being a game changer. Yeah. Because you can use it for the very same reasons that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I can pass the time for 10 minutes if I'm traveling somewhere or I'm doing something. Or I can sit down and... For hours on end. So, um, it's very restrictive in the power, though. Yes, that is true, but uh, I don't think power makes good games. Not necessarily, but you definitely want it. Yes, yes. You definitely want Mm -hmm. it. But this this is the first iteration. Remember when the first iPhone came out and it was like a piece of shit? It didn't even have the App Store. Well, some things never change. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sing. all right. So the, so the idea that 
it's it's a weaker console on power than obviously anything that you can get right now and probably if you really want to stack up to it, it's probably weaker than the PS3 and 360. They said it's uh, they said it's stronger than the Wii U, which the Wii U was already stronger than the PS3 and the okay. 360. Which you know what? That's impressive for a tablet to be stronger than the Wii U. And we've seen the 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 kind of games that the Wii U has pushed out. It's not like graphical powerhouses, but they ran Xenoblade Chronicle X. Right. Like that's insane to me. So you're you're taking that power, mm-hmm. and you're able to take it on the road with you. Mm-hmm. So you you have a competitive console gaming system that you can use as a handheld. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's it's obviously a paradigm shift. Uh, because if this thing sells even remotely well, and it already has my knowledge. Ding yes. ding ding! Newsflash that that's happened. Uh, this kind of forces the other companies to try to play catch up, which is the position that Nintendo oh, is usually generally in. likes being in. <laughs> is forcing the other people to play catch up because well, they do you know, first like, when. When innovation is is successful, usually other people or other companies like scramble to, you know, to follow suit, mm-hmm. and, and they usually what, make better things because look at the Move controller; it yeah. was way better than the Wiimote. But it wasn't as successful. No, it wasn't. But here's the thing: over the last few years, the status quo has been what was successful. You know, you had the, the PlayStation Two, PlayStation Three, Xbox, Xbox Three Sixty, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, the standard, ordinary video game console with no gimmicks, no like. Wacky things like tiny discs mm-hmm. or motion <laughs> controls or handles, weird, weird <laughs> ta- controller tablets. You know, status quo mm-hmm. video gaming was what was successful. How long would that last, though? It lasted what? Thirty years? Not thirty. Well, maybe thirty years or so. You yeah. know, like Nintendo started innovate, innovating their consoles. I'd say in sixty four, you started you started seeing some uh, some bits and pieces. Oh, N sixty four was more of a I, I view that as more of a stubborn, a clinging to the past kind of thing, or it's like, we're but, not going to see it. But they did invent the analog stick. Yeah. Well, the analog, the controller was definitely a, a, a step in the... Was uh, the SNES the first controller with shoulder buttons? I believe so. Yeah. So, I mean, it's their, small, their Genesis but, had the six-button controller, yeah, but... Yeah. That was well. That was already after the 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 Super Nintendo. Right, N- Nintendo has always been innovating their video game, but like like as far as the Super Nintendo and and sixty four were, were just you know they were video game consoles. They were home video game consoles that stay at your home, play video games. Mm-hmm. Some of their controls might have been a little innovative, and that's that's cool. You know, the the Super Nintendo controller is flawless design, if you ask me. It's still very good. Still, you know what. Do you add two more shoulder buttons? Great. That's your innovation. That's, that's as far as you can go with it? Cool. <laughs> How long has that been the standard now? Yeah. Um, and so now you have Nintendo coming out with this with this new thing, this, this first really successful console since pretty much the Wii, which was, you know, very gimmicky mm-hmm. and probably... Light, lightning in a bottle. Yeah. That's really what Lightning in a bottle is a good word for the Wii. Mm-hmm. That's a good term for the Wii, I should say. Um... So, I gotta wonder if uh, where do the other where do the other ones go? Because I heard Sony's already patented something that was it seemed switch like seems switch like. Uh, very little details about that, mm-hmm. but it's, it does seem like that from the patents. And uh, who knows what Microsoft's gonna do if anything? Yeah. Microsoft <laughs> might like just just go back into the PC market. This, it seems like it's heading there. It does. I, I think what these, what all these companies want is for you to always be playing their games. 
And so, so here's what here's what I think after thinking about this for a second. Yeah. I think the future of video gaming is you're going to have different niches for things. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to have your standard ordinary gaming on the like on a on a PC style thing. Yeah. Which is kind of where consoles are right now. Consoles are like mini PCs. So if the, if any more consoles are going to come out, they're going to need to. I think they're going to need to have gimmicks like the Switch. Otherwise, why? What's the purpose? Why would I have? I mean, I have the latest consoles, but like, or maybe, or maybe you have something like a Chrome, a Chromecast, or a Roku, something you just plug into your TV, and mm-hmm. you know, you have like various streaming devices on it. Maybe you, you mean like what the Switch could be? Yeah. Or like what you're, what you're um, explaining sounds kind of like the, uh, like the, the um, PlayStation Now service. Yeah. I don't, I don't think like I don't that. think our internet is there yet. No, it is certainly is not. Yeah, but but see, that's why I think the switch kind of like bridges a, a a great gap because now you have this you have this tangible thing that there's no there's no weird other than like the Joy-Con issues. You plot that thing in the dock and it's on your TV. Yeah, there's no weirdness about it. There's it, no like hand shaking and and it's a seamless thing. It just works. It just works and. That's really impressive. When when something just works, that's all you really need sometimes. Basic functionality is important. Yeah. <laughs> like the, yeah, sorry. You're so, you know, a lot of people have laptops that they could game on and to connect it to the television you need like a, a DVI to HDMI cord and this that. That stuff is not it's it's not intuitive. Yeah. And you know, you need to have a television that can handle it and this that and the other. These pro- these are not hurdles that you run into these days that's as the, much that, as that's pretty much the draw of consoles though, right? Like they don't have that kind of and weird. That's what that's what the wiring. advantage of console was over computer is that what? you just plug it in and it just and it works exactly. But consoles have kind of stepped away from that. Now I have to download a forty gig patch. I have to put in a disc and download that data. So it's why am I going to a console now when it's basically a PC? But it still just works on your TV. It's still it's still meant to be just directly connected to it. Mm-hmm. Sof- software aside, mm-hmm. you, you you have electronic devices that that utilize software. You're gonna have patches. You're gonna have updates. You're gonna have to download stuff. It's just the way things are and the way things are going to be. Very true. So you have you have data incoming. You have data outgoing. Mm-hmm. That's not gonna change anytime soon unless there's a fundamental shift in the way the internet works. And you know it's. That's an entirely different conversation. Yeah. That's that's the standard now. Like the way the way tele, the way television was for video game consoles in the 80s, you know, in fact that's how they worked. Now the internet is how they work. Yeah. You have DLC on these things, transactions through these things. And that's the way it's headed. Mm-hmm. You know, these dish, they're going to have these consoles are going to be Either gimmicky like the Switch, or mini PCs that have their own distribution services, maybe a la Steam. You know where you where you have like a, you buy the console and there's a store, mm-hmm. and there's a store on this thing, and like you can browse browse the store by genre by. Maybe by peripheral or if there's still VR or something, that kind of thing. And it's get like it's gonna be like a streaming service. So so on that, uh, Chris, the, the who asked the question, mm-hmm. 
seems to think that there's going to be a post-console era mm -hmm. where more than likely, like you said, a streaming service, but it's not going to be directly linked to any sort of console. Uh, is this something that you think would actually happen? In the same, like I said before, in the same vein that things like Chromecast and, and Roku and those kind of they just plug-in devices that were all the that you can just put a bunch of streaming services on. Mm -hmm. Yes, I think so. But you need a place to store this. You need a place to store the data unless there's going to be cloud streaming. And I don't really think anybody wants that. I think people <laughs> want to have yeah, the data nice. on this locally so that there's no delay, mm -hmm. no lag, or, or any or anything to worry about that. They don't have. They don't, if their internet goes out, they want to be able to play it. So to switch. Maybe, you know. <laughs> well, which is, I mean, to what Theo just said, this is why I think that he led off the question with the Switch being that, that first step. Okay, so you just got a new TV recently. Mm -hmm. Is your TV a smart TV? Uh, yes. Do you think that there could be like a Sony PlayStation app? There is on your TV a PlayStation Now app on a TV. Is it for is it for uh, cloud gaming? Yes. Do you like? Do you think there could be a a game distribution app where you download video games onto like a hard drive that's on your TV one day? Yeah, absolutely. I think it, that, that that's, just that, that's like a, absolutely absolutely totally a direction that these that quote unquote consoles will go in into the future. It feel it feels. Kind of weird that my television doesn't have a hard drive or a significant one. Oh, right? I'm about to say because it, it most likely I mean, has. Yes, uh, it has storage. a hard drive, yeah. but it's not. But like then a, you get to the question of where does the where does the where does the processing power for the television do this come from? Hmm. Which is why you might see more cloud gaming or streaming uh, gaming that's streamed directly to your TV. Or they just probably put like graphic cards into TVs now. They could do that. That could be a thing. Hmm. You know, maybe uh, maybe the future of consoles is a Sony made you know Sony graphics card, yeah, or a Sony Television or Microsoft Television. You know, like like built for built for PlayStation gaming. Yeah, you know, like like made for Xbox Live. You know, yeah, but then Steam compatible. When you have a revision, do you buy a whole new TV? <laughs> That's a good point. Probably do. No, <laughs> no. Well, here's the TV. thing. <laughs> Planned obsolescence is already a thing. Mm. Already a thing. I don't. I, they don't, they're not going to sell TVs if they don't make you buy more TVs. Mm -hmm. So they're going to do that. Yeah. This is definitely a weird way for it to go, though. Super weird, yeah. and I would not be happy if it went that way. I wouldn't either. I, I, I really. I've like, tried cloud gaming before, and it's not fun. Also, I can't imagine replacing video. <coughs> Excuse me. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine replacing video cards. On a television, opening that up, or oh, you're not doing that at nope. all. You're throwing away your TV. Uh, and getting number that's one. the way things are. You know, put it on the sidewalk. Somebody will come and pick it Some, up. Something breaks. You throw it away. You yep. buy a new one. That's the Apple way. <laughs> I mean, you know, societally, that's kind of the way we go down to. There's no repair places right. anymore. Well, we, I mean, we you, don't even. Mom, teach. You have a few mom and pop places. Not very many. We, yeah. we don't really teach it. Not for the new no, TVs anyway. Yeah. So that's kind of why they they make things the way they do so yeah. that they mm -hmm. can. Quote unquote, There's methods of, re get, of get them repairing fixed. and replacing, but they're very complicated, re require sophisticated, very specific tools. Mm -hmm. And it's just sometimes they involve putting hardware into the oven. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that. It works. Um, I've, while I 
like the way that the Nintendo's going with the Switch, I think that Nintendo is in their um, own wheelhouse that where they have like their handheld division and their Now that you think they're bridging the Yeah, and, and this is only like kind of exclusive to them right. why they can do this. All right, so I, where I think, so you, I think the future of consoles is being drawn more inwardly. You think it's more outward. Would that be accurate? Yeah. I, ex- yeah. Ex- all right, explain why you think that. Like I said before, uh, I'm, I primarily like playing games on my handheld. Like I, I love the Game Boy. I love all the iterations of the Game Boy. So to know that my I, I get not console like gaming, but console games on the go is very alluring to me, because a lot of times I'm like, okay, I have to set aside some time. Like playing games on the computer, I'm like, okay, cool. I don't have any work to do. I don't have like a a business card I have to make up or something like that. I have to set aside time for to like start up a game, turn on the computer, all this stuff. With the way that the Switch with, with Nintendo is doing, everything is just like kind of seamless. I, I, Zelda is right now the only thing I can uh, really test that with. <laughs> yeah. But there's a lot of times I'm like, okay, cool. I'm actually working on um, one of my coworkers' business cards and I'm sitting there at the computer. I'm like, okay. Cool. I have 10 minutes to spare. Let me just jump onto Zelda right quick. Turn it on. Boom. Do what I need to do and then put it away. Now, see, I don't think I could do that. Mm-hmm. I, I think Z- the Zelda is the kind of game I would need to be like, I need more time than 10 minutes to mm-hmm. really get anything substantial done or really derive any enjoyment from yeah. it. Because then I start you know, wandering around just doing senseless things, trying to just be hasty about it and get as much done in that 10 minutes mm-hmm. as I can, and it doesn't really work. I need... I think I think long term goals. I think this really depends on the type of gamer you are. Yeah. Well, there might, there might be those options for us then. Maybe this maybe the Switch is the start of that. Yeah. <laughs> because it, you want to play Zelda for twelve hours, you can do that. Yeah. I don't think there's going to be one really propi- proprietary thing mm-hmm. that is where, where consoles are really headed. And I do think actually we're going to start heading in a more of a console free generation. I mean, one day. We we do need to fix a lot of infrastructure, yeah, before it's extremely viable. But you know, we've we've come a long way from cartridges to CDs to yeah. not even needing to buy Anything. the CD to have the game yeah. anymore. Game comes out, you go in the store and buy it. Yeah, and we you know we're, our our tele even our, our televisions are evolving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, who know like like we we could get that you know video game hardware into televisions kind mm-hmm. of thing. We could get that. Hell, it might actually be the what the PlayStation Five is. No, I don't think there's a PlayStation Five. Well, maybe the PlayStation Five. Maybe maybe the patent that Sony did for the Switch, mm-hmm. the, the, their Switch-like thing, is their next console is going to be. You know, we are the next console is the screen. Mm. Everything is built into, and they, everything is built into the screen. The display is the screen. It's the Sony PlayStation Television. They had that and it was really bad. <laughs> the ITV. Yep. <laughs> Whatever they want to call it. Well, one day it'll be like that. I, I'm, I'm almost certain of it. Oh, yeah. Technology's going to get better. Yeah, old technology always gets yeah. better. Yeah, always. And while I think the uh, while I think the Switch is impressive for what it is right now, it's still held back by, the, by a lot. The battery life isn't great. Mm-hmm. The um, I'm pretty sure the chip that's inside of it can't push anything... Other than Nintendo games, <laughs> so uh, like three years from now, they will have a revision to that. If I mean, unless this is a massive failure, uh, three, like three years, four years from now, they will have a massive revision to this, and it will be more powerful 
and I guess power consumption will be at a place where they can get better battery life for more power. So his last question is, is this something that older gamers should embrace or should it be resisted? Well, it really depends on what uh, what we're going to get. I don't know it? what older gamers I think want anymore. We should definitely <laughs> resist cloud gaming. Yeah. Definitely resist <laughs> that. I, I think we will. Yeah. I think we will all come together. All the all the races, the master race, the console warriors. Yeah. We don't want we don't want streaming gaming. No, it's. Like, a, I know I don't speak for everybody, but I don't I don't think it's really uh, something that's good for the industry, and certainly not for players overall. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, there's there's too there's too many chances for interruptions, input delay, uh, disconnects. It's just it's straight just, up taking things off the network. Too much can go wrong. Yeah, too much can go wrong, and you have no real benefit, except other than like, just you if know, you don't just, like if you don't like physical media, I guess that's great. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There's people. There's people that don't like physical stuff. Yeah, well, there's other digital options, but yeah. I don't think cloud is the way to go. No, I don't think streaming is the way to go. I mean, I think I think it's kind of tantalizing. It's. It, I think it's interesting that you can have all of what you want to have on your cloud account, then say, okay, cool, I'm going to go over to Joe's house, load up my game there, and go ahead and play it. Kind of like what you can do with Steam. As long as there's an option to download it. Right. I mean, keep keep the files locally so you don't have to, like, stay con- You don't have to stay connected. Look, so we're... We're not South Korea. We don't have good internet. Yeah. Who knows when we'll have good internet? Probably never. So it dep- It really depends on uh. <laughs> if we had South Korean internet, this probably wouldn't be a problem. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Mm. So you're in, you're just in the resistance. It's you know there's not there's there's always there's always going to be a few milliseconds off. Right. Even with a really fast connection. Yeah. You're always going to be at least a few milliseconds. And I never want to feel like there will be anything off. And say you're playing a fighting game where, you know, frame delay matters. <laughs> you want like, to land that one frame link. Mm-hmm. And your input delay is just slightly enough that yeah. it just makes it that much more obtuse and difficult. It's going to be very annoying. Yeah, it's going to be annoying. Oh, I you mean, can't but play, we like, already have that problem... <laughs> On physical media, anyway. Yeah, but true. It, but you right, know what? If you like, play it locally, he's talking about something like if you want to play a match locally with streaming service, and you had that still, uh, it's just gonna delay. make it worse it's unnecessarily. Like, Infuriate. Well, right. I don't know. If, I don't like. I don't like the idea of gaming it's off of cloud streaming. I, I, mm. I think that the only time that that's really going to matter, in a, especially a fighting game situation, is if you are playing against somebody locally, which. To be quite honest, it's not really happening that often. No. Anyway. Tournaments are going to want to have all the... Yes. You know, Tournaments everything. are not going to want to do it off the clock. Are you kidding? Like, the, the, Especially what? with terrible hotel internet. Oh, it's, God. It, that's not going to work. Even out if really. you did have good internet and you're throwing out like a big tournament, that's, a lot, of, that's a lot of bandwidth in one yeah. place. But, I mean... It, there's there's huge tournaments that are held now for almost all of these competitive genres, mm-hmm. but they're usually done locally. That's you know they need they needs to be local options always. Local options cannot go away. So I, I don't want to like keep going back to this, but you mentioned earlier it's cool if you can go to Joe House and pull up your account and and play your game the way you want to play it or load up your information. Like I brought my Switch, I yep, can put it you right do into it. your dock <laughs> and, and show you my game save. Like, like cloud cloud storage is great. Cloud storage is perfectly oh, yeah. fine. Yeah. Uploading save files to the cloud, 
great. Uploading like data, like video game data to the cloud that you can download, great. Playing directly from it, not great. Hmm. Well, the option having the option isn't bad. It isn't. Options are always amazing. Yes. So if if you so choose to want to play it off the cloud, mm-hmm. if that is your choice, it's good. That if it's a choice, then that's fine. Okay. The, the, the moment it stops becoming stops becoming a choice is what I have a problem with. And that's what I think is what he's getting at with mm-hmm. his question. Yeah. Is that I'm pretty sure he believes that at soon at some point or another, it's not going to be a choice. Sometimes, yeah, it's going to be what what they want to give us, and are we going to accept it? Well, luckily, Nintendo's notoriously bad with the internet, so (laughs) they will take a long time before they switch over to this. But uh, you saw what Xbox One was trying to do with a lot of their stuff before they were excoriated uh, with with a lot of their ideas. And you know what? Sony pulled way ahead because of it. Because of it. And, And honestly, at the time, I didn't think Microsoft was necessarily saying, you know, I, I, I like that idea of what they were trying to do, but we weren't there yet for like an all digital future. So we're starting to see the seeds of it. I know, I know, we've, ta- I know we've talked about this mm-hmm. yeah. on a previous episode with the Windows Store. Mm-hmm. And, and Microsoft selling games directly into the Windows Store. Yeah. Xbox games at that. There's some exclusives actually. Uh, yeah. There's some game that's coming out fairly recent that's exclusive to the Windows Store, and I was like, "Wow, that's um really weird." That is very weird. <laughs> like not not being probably time probably time exclusive, most likely. Well, okay, yeah. So we're starting to see we're starting to see the seeds seeds of that. More and more, more and more companies are starting to dole out their own uh, distribution services, and that's another direction it could head. Instead mm. of instead of you know. Microsoft or Sony or some whoever, whoever develops the consoles, we could end up seeing, you know, different, different like distribution apps for publishers. Yeah, specific publishers like EA has Origin, mm-hmm. and let's not let's not talk about you play you play you play. Yeah, God, that's so bad. these these things might become well, they might become better. They might be. That might be like if you want to download an EA game, you you know you load up your Origin app and put it on your thing, and then that becomes so cumbersome because I have a PlayStation it is already, Four. It is already cumbersome. Mm-hmm. If I want to play a game from Ubisoft, I put that disc in. If I want to play a game from Squaresoft, take, I put that. Take disc a look in. at what's happening with Squaresoft. Take a look. At, take a look at what's happening with, with what's happening with Netflix. Mm-hmm. A lot of these ne- network televisions are starting their own dish, like distribution service. Like there's HBO now. Mm-hmm. And this the CBS thing where they're putting Star Trek on yeah, in, the, yeah. in the future. Like they're starting, let, fewer and fewer things are going on to Netflix. Mm-hmm. And more actually, things are coming off of Netflix, yeah. so that these other companies other things, can start yes. doing their their own Netflix thing. And that's the future we're heading for. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be the same thing. I, 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 you know I, what? With things like UPlay yeah. and Origin and Steam, we're already headed there with video games. I love the a la the, the a la carte option, mm-hmm. but then when you start like purging your networks. For like content to put it onto the other things, like when Origin first came out and yeah. it took off, like everything off of Steam, everything. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I was like, I get what you're trying to do, EA, and I respect it, but that's kind of a shitty move. Yeah. I don't it, think did it did it actually pull anything off of Steam? Yes. Mass Effect. I know Mass Effect Two came off of Steam. Like if you already owned it, you yeah, get to you, keep you're keep good. It. You're able to keep yeah. it. But yeah. Okay. The games you owned were fine, but like 
going forward. You couldn't get anymore. I don't think Mass Effect 3 you can get on. No, you can't get on. You Steam. cannot. It has yeah. to be a purchase off of Origin. Mm-hmm. Has to be. <sighs> That's why I'll never get the DLC. It was, <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was actually the, the Origin launch title. I thought it was SimCity. No. Are you try to purge your memory from SimCity. <laughs> No, I don't. I, I think Mass Effect came out before oh, SimCity. Okay. Mass Effect Three came out before SimCity. I don't think it did. You don't think so? I don't remember. It's been a while. Uh, all All I know is that that cloud of disappointment <laughs> it is it just hazes my memory at this. It, Indeed. Uh, thinking about it is actually kind of painful. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm getting a headache right now. Yeah. Andromeda. <laughs> <laughs> kind of medium on it right now. Yeah, same. Kind of medium. Not not cool. very high, not very low. Just very, very, very cool. Just um, medium. I don't. I think we should embrace it as long as it's not this. This whatever happens in the future isn't anti-consumerism. If you don't need like an EA subscription to play your EA games and a Ubisoft subscription to play Ubisoft, you already games do or, need that. Well, if you're a PC gamer, you need that. Why well, do you not need a subscription? It? Not a subscription. Oh, a, like a paid subscription. subscription. Okay. No, they wouldn't do that. Like a monthly fee. They wouldn't do that. Yeah, I'm already buying the games. Unless I'm getting those games. Like, There's going to be know. an option for it. Oh. There's already an option for it. We talked about it a couple weeks ago. With the Xbox? No, with the EA. EA um, oh. Uh, what's, what's the name of that initiative they're doing there? Vault. EA Vault something. Vault something. I don't yeah, remember yeah. what it's called, but yeah, they. It's, it's there. It's there for you to purchase. Hmm. All right. So what do you, what do you, what do you think? You think that's uh. I think it's the most reasonable way for things to go. Apps. <laughs> well, you, well, you know us at the 4205 cast. We love apps. <laughs> app. <laughs> Did we ever tell the app story on the cast? Well, you know what? Since we just teased it right now, let's do it. Because we can't just assume that everybody listening now knows the app story. Right. Go ahead. You can do it. I wasn't there for this. I wasn't there either. Who was, was there? Chris. Wow. Oh, Chris was there? <laughs> Chris was there for app. Chris can't tell the story. We already tell, said we were going to tell it. So, yep. I don't know what the hell you guys are talking about. Well, basically, from what, from what I know of the story, um, one day while Chris was working at the store, um, yeah, people were looking for jobs. Mm-hmm. So this guy walks in and looks at Chris, just goes, app. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And Chris is like, what? What? <laughs> app. What do you want to do with one? So if somebody calls, if someone goes up to you and wants a job, <laughs> and wants a job application, yeah. looks for you over the counter and just goes, app. Are you going to give this person what he wants? Well, I don't think Chris even knew what he wanted. W- was smartphones a thing at this point? No, this is a while ago. Oh, okay. I mean, smartphones, so when I started working at the, uh, the G1 phone. <laughs> you dropped the G word. Bleep that out. <laughs> when, I first started, when I first started working there, the uh, the G1 phone came out. <laughs> and, and there was a worker there who had a sidekick who upgraded to the G1 phone. And it was about two hours of everybody not working and just staring at this new marvelous phone. That was an awesome phone when it came out. Yes. Had that little lip at the bottom. And it is absolutely garbage now. It's terrible. (laughs) You couldn't even begin a sentence with saying that the G1 was a good phone. No. It wasn't good then. No. It (laughs) wasn't. But it was was revolutionary. Right. 
It was, and it was like the first mass market Google style phone. Yeah. Jeez. So, uh, when back, wow. <laughs> so smartphones were not really a thing. Okay. There was. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure you could have gotten the. Uh, I think maybe like a first generation iPhone or so. Yeah. Was around there. Not really a thing. So <laughs> somebody Windows, walking up to you and saying app. You're like, nope. It's not in my vocabulary yet. Yeah, is no way what you were saying. Not the, not the kind of person you want to be working alongside. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, Chris, I pretty sure Chris was like, nope, we don't have any. Yeah. Sorry. While meanwhile, there's probably a stack of them right next to him. Is it's terrible. Like, why? Why would you think that would work? Dude was dude was either. Lazy or already defeated and just... <laughs> it was like, fuck, what I got to lose? I mean, right. maybe, you know, you don't know. Maybe his mom was on him and was like, you need to get a job. And he's like, all right, fine. I'm going to go and try and oh, fail. I didn't get the job. Mom, please Sorry. give me more money. Money. <laughs> 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 You're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, all right. So I, I would put myself in... I'm going to put myself in the embrace category. Uh, for the fact uh, to the discussion that we were having right for for the fact that I don't really think we can stop it uh, it's going to happen in my opinion it's going to happen it might not be it might not be in the, like the next generation but at some point or another we <laughs> need to have better internet yeah and as much as these people don't want to upgrade it's going to have to happen mm-hmm well, look. As long as, as long as these companies are giving people what they want, what is it with you with giving people what they want? People need to get what they want. Okay. If people are spending their money, they need to get what they want. Yes. And you talking about ISPs in particular? I'm, ta- I'm talking about things in general. Okay. Like ISPs are going to be ISPs. I'm <laughs> talking about video game distribution. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. Wherever, wherever the, wherever the, wherever the the wind blows here, as far as the consumer goes, you know who, who knows what they're gonna be deviating towards here. Well, I mean, what's interesting is when they didn't give the consumer what they want, specifically with Xbox One, there was resistance and they listened, which is, to to my knowledge, unheard of. There was such a backlash. It was a huge backlash. It was, even, even it was today, kind of unprecedented. Yeah. I, I was actually surprised that everybody stood together and was like, nope, we're not having any of that shit. Which is great. Awesome. I wish people would do that more often. Mm. So. It, it's, this is a very, it's a very difficult question to answer, like Chris's overall question, because you, you need to be, in order to answer this question accurately, you need to know where the technology is going. You need to know what the publisher's plans are. You need to know where the, where the consumer wins are going. Mm-hmm. You need you need to know where the where the internet is headed. You need to know what kind of games people are going to want. There's too many variables to play to really and, predict. And, and all, all, with, all, all I can do is speculate yeah. based on current trends, which is why I think this like these these, these apps could be a thing mm-hmm. with like some like a, like a hard drive that might connect to your TV or yeah. something. I don't know. Uh, and with consoles before, there was always a state of like, oh shit, like graphics will never get better than this. And then it, they got better. Yeah. We're, at, we're at a point where now there's diminishing returns. Like, yeah. you, 
That whole that whole 100, 1,000, 10,000 polygons. Yeah. Thing. It's like, like look, look you that can't up. Really if tell you about them anymore. <laughs> Most people can't tell the difference between 720p and 1080p. Yeah. I know I can't. <laughs> I'm going to be perfectly honest oh, with you. Oh, really? That. Yeah. I, I, I Maybe it's because my bad eyesight. But. <laughs> I can kind of tell the difference. But, like, things are like, they get into 4K and it's like, things just look good. Yeah. That's, that's all that it is. Everything looks good. Even bad games look good now. <laughs> so, Unless I don't, it's King of Fighters. It, it looked better. It, it got better. <laughs> it still looks bad. Still want to play it. Uh, still playable. Mm hmm. So I, I feel like that technology will go to other things. Like we don't we don't need strong graphics anymore. People want to be like, oh shit, that looks awesome, but like it's not a thing anymore. Like better AI, better frame rates, stuff like that. I, I think Sixty people, frames per second. Why isn't that the standard? One forty four. One forty four. One forty four needs to be the standard. That no, no, oh come on, we can barely <laughs> get fucking thirty. Yeah, we can barely get thirty. <laughs> I see 59. I'm like, up, oh, time to upgrade. <laughs> uh, I was watching a streamer on, on Twitch, and his FPS count was on, and it was 300 frames per second. Who was he playing in real? Overwatch. Wow. <laughs> 300 frames per second. Nice. And, and it wasn't like it was dipping or anything. It's too smooth. It was, it was constantly fluctuating between 300 and 299. Great. Yep. And Great. you know that it was pissing him off. <laughs> and it was hitting 299. It was like, oh, come on. Like, do I need to dust something with hell? <laughs> I need to dust my computer. Me too. Yeah. 300 frames per second. That's 10 times what <laughs> Zelda is chugging at. Chugging at. Well, that's just that's just what is being processed at. It's not actually displaying. Right, because it can't. Yeah. yeah. And even if it could... It, I don't think we'd really perceive it higher than sixty. Yeah, much higher than sixty. Well, I, I think we. I think we. Killed. I think ninety is the absolute max. I don't know. I need, I, I, I need to look this up. That I can discern. There's a lot of frames. Ninety. Yeah. yeah. That's a that's a hell that's of a lot of frames. Sixty. Sixty looks smooth. Like I can't stand thirty anyway. I just can't stand it. So can't stand it. Certain game. You know what? Thirty on console games feel different than thirty on PC games. I disagree. The thirty is thirty. Sixty, 60 is sixty. Thirty on thirty on like Listen, PC. Just wherever, feels weird. wherever the future of video games go, sixty FPS. That's uh, we can all agree on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wherever they, wherever it goes, must be sixty FPS. Yep. Everything right. else, irrelevant. Your game can I look mean, like shit. Not everything. <laughs> Run thirty. Fuck you. Sixty. I can. I, I understand Theo's. Uh, thing though, because a lot of televisions don't have the refresh rate that monitors have. Yeah, that's that's true. Which is why monitors are so much more expensive than yeah. televisions. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm looking for this G6 monitor to go down in price. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be waiting for a while. Yep. <laughs> you seen a 1080 Ti? Just a, a quick aside. Um, <laughs> I am not. I am not in an upgrade position. Yet. Oh, absolutely so, like, not. The new new video new video cards not on my radar. Mm. I was following this AMD processor thing for a while, and then it just the, <laughs> all, all the hype behind it just sort of died out. Because LOL AMD. <laughs> but whatever. I am. Listen, I'm more interested in cleaning my PC than I am in <laughs> upgrading it right now. So my video card's running at like it's it's running at sixty. Well, not 60 FPS, like 60 Celsius when I'm gaming. So it's like, warm. I gotta cool it's that warm. off a little bit. A little yeah, summertime coming up too. I gotta, yep. <laughs> um, so we, do we have any closing thoughts on this? Cloud gaming sucks. And it's the future. App sucks. App. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I, I think the as I've said it before, I think the switch is kind of that first direction, um, the first step in that direction. I don't think it will be the the forerunner, but I think it will kind of like I, like I said. I I think that the switch is a paradigm shift, mm-hmm. and you you don't get those very often in gaming. The Wii was close, it was close, but yeah. the thing was that they didn't show anybody that they could make worthwhile games for it. Yes, and when we did get quote unquote worthwhile games, it was already too late. Uh, that it was basically just marked off as a gimmick. But it mm-hmm. technically won that console generation, if you're going by system sales. Yes, yeah. And it won it in a landslide. Not even, yeah, not even close. Uh, but no gamer is going to look back on it Finally. outside outside of you, Theo, <laughs> and say, oh, man, I love my Wii. Eh, I'm, there are a couple of games on the Wii that I like, uh, and that's about as far as I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. But... Outside of the NES and the and the analog stick, mm-hmm. I think this is basically Nintendo saying, I'm shattering the glass ceiling once again. Uh, how do you think they're doing that? I got to ask. How, how you mean? How do you think they're shattering the ceiling here? I, I think that with the Switch, they have literally changed what's going to be acceptable for a new console. So a new, a new console has to, has to innovate in, cer- in a certain way. Yes. Okay. Well... I think it bears to go on that we have to see where the switch goes from here. If it's successful, then certainly. But it, well, we already know it's successful. Well, long term. Yeah. Listen, the the gimmick is that it plays video games and you can take it places. That's fine. I mean, yeah. It's, yeah. Not only is it fine, but we're we're we are literally unseparate unseparatable from our tech these days. Yep. Yeah. Nobody goes anywhere without their their uh, which smartphone. Is, which is what I thought was kind of. Funny where everybody's complaining about oh the 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 switch is importable but everybody has an iPad and now the switch is importable laptops were everywhere yeah two years ago I, I don't understand yeah. that so it's it's very portable yeah it's, it's, very it's portable actually very and, tiny and it's very small smaller than the tablet that I take with me to work every day yeah yep. so I don't I don't buy that argument at all so for them to have like a, a very portable system that I can play console games on the go and not like Console-like games, how the Vita did. I love my Vita, but those were a right. shell of what they. Because the, the thing is, were. the thing is the console. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. So I believe it's a paradigm shift, and any time that they want to, any company that's going to make a new system from now, if they're going to stick to the status quo, they need to do something very ridiculous on the status quo. You can't put another box out. So right. the status quo is dead. I think so. Yeah. Okay. As I said, graphics are. Uh, uh, Diminishing return now. You can't yeah. like have a PlayStation Five come out and be like, "Look at these 4K graphics." I'm like, I don't care. They're still always getting better. I agree, but add more particles. It's it's is at a smaller rate now. From the the SNES to the PlayStation One was like yeah. a jump. From the PlayStation One to PlayStation Two was a huge jump. Well, you know, you get more you get more things like you know more diff, different kind of physics, mm-hmm. lighting options. Yeah. Um, Different features. Like, we haven't perfected hair yet. We never will. No. <laughs> but you know what? A lot of this there's is... A lot of, there's a lot of things. There's cloth still clips through a lot of things. Yeah. So there's, there's there's still lots of places to go for graphical improvements. And and most of and most of the power that we're getting from these systems are going to go toward graphical improvements. Yes. And I guess that's another discussion, and we actually had a question about that, which we'll hit relatively soon, I guess, about if graphics are... Is ultimately more important to gamers than gameplay, and 
in a weird way it is because there are just people who say i'm going to get this version on xbox 360 because it looks better than the playstation version i mean we play video games like games look games ha- you have to look at games right <laughs> the appeal <laughs> yeah so Okay. (laughs) That was a cameo from RGB Hive. Hi. (laughs) Not really sure how well it came in. (laughs) All right. But with that said, uh, we can wrap this up. So you can find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and iTunes. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, and Reddit. You can subscribe to that. Find us on Maglomaniac.com, EvilAvatar.com, and uh, maybe someplace else soon. Oh, teasers. 4205 cast off. Fight the power. What? <laughs> All right, then. It's Morphin Time! Tyrannosaurus. Wait, what, 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 what were we talking about with Mega Man 1 now? Yo, go and try to beat Mega Man 1. Just try to pass the first level. Which which one did you consider the first level? Because there's six levels you can there's pick. There's six levels? Yeah. There's this level you should, where you have to like... He's spinning. Mega Man have, or... Mega Man doesn't spin in Mega Man 1. <laughs> no, it's... Is it Mega Man 1? I think you were talking about Mega Man 2.5. Sure. Or the... Okay, that one. Mega Man 1 is very, very hard game. Yo. <laughs> very, very hard game. There, There's a balance. There's a balance. The game can have crappy graphics. Mm-hmm. Just like... What's this Undertale thing? Mm-hmm. That I don't really understand how you play it, but then it's like... Rave reviews, I still don't get it. I still don't get why. Undertale is hideous, and it's not a good game, if you ask me. Okay, but I have not I played it. You actually haven't played it. it I've, it's not something that would have... Remotely <laughs> appealing. I've seen many gameplay videos of it. I kind of agree, but hold on. Like, I have not played it, so like I'm not saying anything. It's different than Undertale. Hold on. Sorry. Hold on. That's the graphical thing about it, mm. and it looks tough to beat. Okay, and then you have beautiful games that have tons of filler and being and, and is boring as fuck. And then right, so can you name a game that looks beautiful as hell, but then it's garbage? A lot of games. There's Battlefield tons One. Of them. Battlefield One is gorgeous, mm. but it's super boring. So you can go into the you can <laughs> you can go into uh pun the battlefield, stand there for a sec, <laughs> look and at look it. at the view. Yeah. And it'll look amazing, but then the game sucks. It's boring. So then there's there, more games that's beautiful that's bad than right. otherwise. So to me, saying that oh, a game can look bad, but then have an amazing storyline and whatnot, there has to be a balance. And then having a game that looks beautiful but then sucks, and you're like, oh man, why did I even buy this game? Mm-hmm. <laughs> there is a balance. Like, so then for the future of graphics and now for the developers building this, mm-hmm. uh, because now you have software that can support 10 gigs of a game, mm-hmm. portable or whatever, 
But then, is really graphics important now? And then, okay, then the argument would be like, but then why aren't you using that technology? And you should, as a video game consumer, you should be making high definition video games because the technology is out there and why mm -hmm. are you giving me crap well, because crappy looking games? Because there, there are people now who are developing indie games the way they people developed video games in the 80s where it was like a single person working on something. Mm -hmm. And yeah. what is it achieving? Because everybody's like waiting for the next uh, uh, what is it? Metroid. Mm -hmm. And everybody's jumping on the um, what would you call it? Metroidvania the, train? No, no, no. Bloodstained? No. Nostalgia. Oh, okay. Nostalgia train. Mm -hmm. Like, oh my god. Nostalgia, I remember this. And, cells, oh yeah. my god, it's 8-bit. That's why and, Nintendo's still a thing. And, yeah. <laughs> right. So, they're making all these games that don't look HD or mm -hmm. top graphics, but then it, it hits you so, so, right in here. So, that's where, that's where Mega Man comes in. Right, you so go, you go play Mega Man. It, go, look, it looks comparatively bad. Go play bad a, to like, a retro game and try to beat it nowadays. I still, I still do that. I play. I think Shovel Knight is one of the best games that came out in the last ten years, and it's not it's, a. It's great. Design. I think it looks very good. But it's, it's great design for the way it looks. Yeah. It doesn't need to look any better. It doesn't need three yeah. D or anything, or like this game Trine. Is it? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Trine, Trine actually looks really good. Trine yeah. looks really good. Yeah. But the layout and the platform is similar to Shovel Knight. Yeah. Aha. I agree. Haha. <laughs> Graphics and then gameplay. And I like trying. I, like, I, I like trying a lot less. A lot mm. less. Than, than Shovel Knight. Oh yeah, I I and actually I just, didn't care for trying at all. To be honest with you. I just thought of trying because it's like the first three D game that I. It's like three of those. That I remember yeah. being some type of. Yeah, uh, um, side scrolling side type scrolling of thing. Yeah, yeah. The, from the top of my head, I can't think of any, hmm. of any. But yeah, developers, hardware developers, game people, catching, catching, finally catching up. Nintendo, the <coughs> innovators of Nintendo gave up. They're like, screw it, we're just gonna do our own thing. These I think that's why I love with the Switch so much. They're like third party, whatever. Like, we can support a system on our own, especially when we converge our handheld and our console stuff together. But the ring. They were being cautious. They did this right. I don't know if to say if it's too soon. The Switch? The Switch. I don't know it's if it's It's still a Zelda soon. machine. It's still a Zelda and, machine, and that's and, why we and, have to give it And that game time. is really good, but I don't know. We have to see. Yeah, we have to there, see. There's really... There's a, there's a couple of things on the horizon. We know we're getting a Mario Kart on this. Yeah, it's coming oh, out yeah. next That's going to sell like gangbusters. Oh, man. Mario Kart on the Switch, man. 1080, but it's, but 1080, it's not 1080 even a, a new Mario Kart. No, it's not. It's, um, it's eight just the Wii U version. Uh, DLC. But and the they, fixed, they fixed the frame like rate. The, na the, nature, the nature of the Switch will like, sell that game on its own. Like Smash. Absolutely. I will buy oh, yeah. that game. I liked Mario Kart 8. Yeah. So well, I, whatever. I don't care. And, <laughs> and wait a sec. You can't say that because we haven't experienced their HD rumble experience on the, what is it, Joy-Con? Yeah, we have it's also on the that. Pro Controller too. It's on the Pro. I didn't know that. Yeah, Ooh. you know what's awesome about the Pro Controller? But the HD Rumble. But they, there's nothing out. I mean, okay, I can't say there's nothing out because it, it's probably used in One Two Switch, which I wouldn't know because I'm never going to play that game. Um, but it's not used in Zelda. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, it's there, a very awesome, weak Rumble in that the game. The awesome thing about the the Pro Controller is it came with a uh, USB C yes. cord. I was like. Okay, I don't feel as bad buying this now. 
I was like, fuck, but I, I need more of those in my life. Oh, my God. I woke with one now. <laughs> Damn right. Silly. <laughs> yeah, control is very good, though. I wish I had headphone jack, but whatever. You imagine, you imagine, oh my God, you imagine headphones with rumble features? Oh, nope. no, please. <laughs> so I already hear the sound. I don't, I don't want that. I don't want more headaches. Or heart attacks? You mean, like, oh my God. <laughs> or, or headphones bursting into flames on airplanes? That's not a good thing. No. Did oh. Samsung make it? You see, that's Ooh. why I'm not a hardware developer. <laughs> that's not why I'm. That's not why I'm making hardware. So yeah, that's why I jumped in. Also, I really like your card. I like the back of it. Oh, thank you. That's awesome. I was like, oh. So if you understand code. Yep. All right. Well, uh, hijacking. <laughs> Yo, I always want to, but then I'm like, it's like uh, we asked you to join us. It's like yeah. it's like jump rope, like. <laughs> you gotta like. like it's like double dutch. Like, it's like double dutch. Like, is it time for? Uh, I, I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> this time you just did it. You just well, went for it. Sometimes I don't know. I just I was just jelly. You guys were talking about Zelda, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm the Zelda fiend in this room. Uh, I don't know why you, you should have joined us. Oh. Definitely. I, you know you're what? Gonna she, under, she said she was going to sleep. You, you're going to be on the Zelda cast. Yeah, you go. You'll be, on the, you'll be on the spoiler cast. cast with these guys. Definitely. Sure. Oh, there yeah. you go. Yeah. What? Yeah. 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 I'll that won't be work. for another few months because I'm... Theo's not going to beat it anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll wait. It's okay. Okay. Take my sweet time. Hurry it up. No. I don't know when I'm going to get a game like this again. You can't rush this game. I will not rush this game. Well, to be fair, we didn't rush the game either. We, we just haven't stopped either. playing it. And we have over 100 hours. 120, apparently. Oh, it's 120 now? <sighs> it's probably more at this point, <laughs> to be quite honest. I love when they say, like, 120 or more. Or it's more. Like, and we're still I'm, not I'm done. Take, I'm taking my sweet-ass time with this game. Yo, I don't, know, I don't know about the... Nintendo's good with replay value, but I don't know about this other I, game. I asked, I asked Dre about that earlier. He's like, I, nah. I don't... I'm I don't like, yeah... Maybe it's not that good because I didn't get to say it on on in the actual episode, but I don't necessarily think it's important. I think they've crafted a game where you experience the first the, time oh. is important enough. I think. Yeah, I and you can just keep iterating on yeah. it as you play because it I doesn't. Maybe my second. It doesn't like wipe your I'll save change. file when you win or anything like that. Mm. Like like in Zelda One, where it's like, oh, you won. If you if you press this button, you're starting a new quest. All your items are gone. It's, and, and to you, be quite honest, when you, you win, I, you just keep going. Yeah, and to be quite honest with you, I don't. Wind Waker was the only Zelda I, 3D Zelda that I replayed. I don't particularly Yo, like playing 3D Zeldas over. I, I played, I played a lot of Wind Waker. Yeah, it's just I think we're the only one. best one. I bet, I bet we're the only ones <laughs> in this table right now that thinks Wind Waker is like the best ever. That well, certainly is not. Yo, it's the third best now. Everything else is tied for first and second. <laughs> it oh certainly God. is not the best ever. It's the third best. Dang. There, there is no argument that you can make that it's the best ever anymore. Yo, you can't, like, oh, no, I, can't, I will not make that argument. What's your... What's your Breath of the Wild is... I'm having more fun with this game than I have in a Zelda game since Link's Awakening. Mm. And that's my, that's my quinta... Everybody has Link to the Past. Like Link's Awakening is my quintessential... Zelda game. You just like to be able to jump in Zelda games. Yes. <laughs> I think that's, yes. I think that's a given. Why can't he jump? And I love Minish Cap too. Minish Cap is a good one. I could jump in that as well. Well, I could flip. You could jump and you can float. They have the rock's cape. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. So all the Zelda games where I could jump, I like. Mm. <laughs> Zelda 2? I, might, I really might like Zelda 2. <laughs> oh dear. You can jump in that game and you don't need an item. So that makes it like Breath of the Wild. Ooh. 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 Ah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you, Nina. You're welcome. Fight the power. What? Again. <laughs> what? Okay. I'll just stay quiet. <laughs>